0: It's Off Exit 10, presented by Capital District Sport and Fitness.
1: Taking someone's drink, whether it's a pre-workout, a water, on a Celsius, and just placing it somewhere where they're really not expecting it to be. Yeah, And then
2: watching like, them. Like and under- just watching them wander around like a lost cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, that's been me a few times.
0: Uh, yep. It's not just Rob that does it, though.
2: See, my best gym prank was when, I've told you this before, Paul, when I was in Boston, I had a co-worker who, was, who went on vacation, and we had like limited parking spots in front of the gym and he like flew to North Carolina and he left his oh, car yeah. he left his this like like old like Ford Explorer in front of the gym and there's like six parking spots so we bought a for sale sign and it's like high traffic area <laughs> and we put it on the on the front of the car and put like 800 bucks your best, best offer, offer with his real cell phone number oh phenomenal it's so good phenomenal and we get a call be like better. we get a call like 2 hours later
0: like what would just confused what you
2: guys do that's so great
0: that's, <laughs> that's, that's, That is literally like one of the best pranks that I've heard Like you're just How many, how many calls do you think he got? I at least I don't know Did he have to change the number? Well at the <laughs> end of the day he, he maybe could have made a few bucks Yeah right he you couldn't have been favorite. helping him out Yeah the car wasn't
2: great oh, 800 war? was a nice price <laughs> yeah. 800
0: was asking a lot
2: uh, Yeah he should have done it That's his, that's his mistake I, lo- I love you know, seeing his face when he got like How about 700 cash right now? just randomly what
1: what are you talking are you about, talking about? yeah he sure sounds great
2: <laughs> yeah he wasn't making that much money working anyway so he should have taken took advantage I, of it am and, i selling and my body? sold his like, car what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah he should have but yeah i've seen you you've hit paul's water bottle before
0: yep yep between before.
2: between yep. him and ryan mccarroll i don't know who hides it more oh i
1: think that uh pulling a prank on somebody is great but when you can share the prank with someone like get him in on it like hey Look at Paul walking around like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he walked by his, his water bottle like 15 times. <laughs> just look at him. He's an idiot. Like another set later, I'm like, he's still thirsty.
0: Then <laughs> sometimes I just give up and I go, on the, I go in the office. Go I grab, grab another one. <laughs> one. Go grab something else. <laughs> like, fuck this. Take Mike's drink. <laughs> like, I need
2: a Celsius. These guys oh, got me fucked up. That's fantastic. Um, but guys, we have Rob Immel here um, on the first podcast. So uh, Rob is one of the first. First members of CDSF, like has to be top top 15 or, or, or 20. I mean, he was here when uh, there was way less equipment and way less space and, and way less people. Um, when I first met Rob, he said he was a professional dodgeball player. And I had, yeah, it's, Rob, what are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? And this guy's traveled overseas, played at MSG, is in the Guinness Book of World Records. Is that true? That's true. All of it, yeah.
1: Um, I, I really feel weird now that you said that I'm one of the first clients here at the gym and I feel like I should immediately be in better shape than <laughs> I <yeah. laughs> He's been working out for four years and ooh, look at him. <laughs> yeah, no, I came here uh, specifically for dodgeball really just to kind of stay in shape and, and stay uh, tuned up and it's been great and yeah, dodgeball is taking me all over the place. It's, it's kind of funny to see. It's kind of awesome to see reactions of your guys' faces talking about dodgeball and pro dodgeball and at Madison Square Garden Germany and England, like it's uh it's pretty cool. And yeah, it's uh, I can't I can't imagine life without dodgeball really. Like yeah. how would you how would you get
2: in, into dodgeball?
1: Well, I think I found it like everybody else did. You know, old PE classes, gym classes. Everybody has a story about that crotchety old PE teacher just say okay guys <laughs> get after it you know and you just get after it and there's some guys that, that, that typical like try hard kid I think I was and then uh, yep. you kind of lose it right you go to college and oh, remember dodgeball but then you kind of share stories I went to SUNY Cortland to become a PE teacher and uh, everyone talks about dodgeball and PE yep. yeah, and then, they do. but if, when you're learning about to become a teacher you know dodgeball really isn't high on the list of things to do Right? it's targeting it's bullying blah 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 but so I think that kind of like forbidden fruit like what? So let's take over the field house at Cortland. Let's let's do some outlaw dodgeball. Yeah. Graduated, started taking over tennis courts and uh, looking on chat chat groups and things like that. This was early 2000s, so it was like find my friends. It wasn't like Facebook and Twitter and everything else right now. So just looking up any opportunity to play dodgeball. Went out to Las Vegas in 2005, tried out for a pro team, made it, and uh, got an incredible network. And ever since then, just been playing
2: wherever I could, whenever I could. That's fucking awesome. That is great. When did you first realize, like, this could take me somewhere? Like, I could travel. I, I, could, I could enjoy parts of life that, that I normally wouldn't be able to. Um,
1: you know, you have these pipe dreams, right? Like, I remember I've always wanted to be a pro athlete. Like, you yeah. know, hey, you got to do a career project. What do you want to be? Pro athlete. I remember literally seventh grade, we had to do a career project. What do you want to be? I'm going to play professional sports. Not sure what sport, but I'm going to be a pro. And I remember my teacher saying, well, you can do that, but you have to do an additional project as well like a fallback and i'm like oh, i have to do I crew i have to do two projects for like my dream so i was like all right i'll just be a gym teacher it's like the next best thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I became both yeah
2: there you well, go I, See?
1: I, you know the dodgeball just grew i think that people talk about it, they get excited and little tournaments happened and as social network grew um everybody's friendships kind of grew and it kind of filtered out all over the nation and more opportunities came and yeah it's just the rest is guess is history and hopefully not history hopefully there's a little there's still a a future for me in dodgeball as well are you still playing dodgeball right now uh i'm not currently playing still training for dodgeball but with the the pandemic and everything time and space is tough to get right Uh, facilities also people people are kind of scared to come out kind of scared obviously sport like dodgeball you're, you're all over the place um but i still get messages and emails daily saying who when can we play what are you doing? What are your thoughts? I was uh, scheduled to play for a U.S. men's team at the World Cup 2020 in Cairo, Egypt. That got moved from July 2020 to December 2020, and then it's it's still up in the
0: air. So, still still some hope, still some drive. I'm hoping to do one more World Cup in Egypt. How long have you been doing? Have you been doing dodgeball like professionally since you graduated from Cortland, or like? Yeah, so I made a pro team in 2005,
1: and ever since then, been playing. That's fucking yeah. I did the. Uh, the first dodgeball World Cup it was held in Manchester, England, 2016. That's dope. And uh, I was proud to be captain of the U.S. men's team, and again captain of the U.S. men's team at uh, Madison Square Garden in 2018.
2: Yeah, see that was cool. That's I dope. remember that. That was early on in like our relationship, because you probably started here and you started here in June, because we opened yeah you know, we opened early that month, and you were in by the end of the month. And then when was the MSG? July? No, that was in August. And, you know, uh, always. yeah, this,
1: I mean, this place was essential because of my surgery on my elbow, my throwing arm. Right. And I remember, you know, doctor saying like, you need full Tommy John, mm-hmm. like two year recovery. And I was like, well, I don't got two years. See, that like, is so, that is so interesting.
2: Crazy. Right. Cause we, we open here and, and obviously if you're here, you know, we have a lot of baseball players and like Tommy John rehabs. It, it's very commonplace now in yeah. baseball. If you pitch, it's like, you're kind of on the path towards when am I going to get my Tommy John, if your career is continuing, uh, and yeah, our our first our first Tommy John rehab in this building is this guy right here. Do, yeah, dodgeball player went in and, and and
1: just did it. And the fact that uh, it was in Madison Square Garden uh, and USA was was kind of cool. You know, it's funny at the the current World Cup, they announce when the next one's going to be and where it's going to be. So we're in England. And it's after the World Cup. And we're all partying with different countries. We're learning like country songs. We're doing weird stuff in the bathrooms with Austria, like passing this bowl of beer around. And <laughs> <laughs> like, think about it now during COVID times. It's just like, what the hell are we doing? But, like, there's thirty people in a bathroom passing around this trophy bowl thing, singing this song. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Hey, it's, hey whatever Whoever that bowl is, let's yeah. get yeah. A drink. And I'm just like, I'm, I remember sitting around going, what, what, what is happening? Oh, 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 my turn. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Like, all right. Uh, so they announced it was going to be. Australia, New York, or Austria with the final three, and everyone's cheering New York. And like in my mind, I'm going, "No, like <laughs> no. I've been to New York City. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's go to Australia. Like we to play dodgeball there." But uh, the fact that it was was here was cool. My family got to go watch and everything, and to have different countries come into New York, which is you know the melting pot, uh, was really cool. Well, and you got to um, play the Mecca
0: too. And yeah, you gotta the play MSG. Yeah. to play the Mecca. It was here.
1: pretty.
2: It's pretty awesome. Had, like an athlete, like badge, Madison Square Garden athlete is. That's pretty, pretty awesome. That's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah, not not many, not many people can say that. All right, so you're playing. We're used to just gym class. You just smashing people, trying not to hit a girl in the face. Sometimes that <laughs> happens. Like, how's this structured? Well, it's it's the base of that, the foundation of what you
1: just said. Literally, is dodgeball, right? You you want to annihilate whoever's on the other side of the well, line, yeah. however it may be. Um, and it's a pretty testosterone war-like game. Like, it gets heated. You're trying to you're trying to hurt somebody with a ball, right? Um, but like any sport to be good and to progress in the sport, you have to have strategies and that, you know, there's, there's players, there's positions, there's plays, there's certain things that you do. And if you don't do those things, cause you, you know, everybody says, Oh, I used to be awesome at dodgeball. Right. You know, if coach would have put me in
2: <laughs> those <laughs> stories,
1: I remember I you know, broke a window, like all this stuff. Or you have even
2: baseball guys, like I'm a pitcher. I threw 90. Great. Great. Come sure. on. Great. yeah like, or, the, or the gym I don't like, care I bench two plates I fucking squat 500 it's <laughs> right, like right. Come right. On, bro, I see you <laughs> you first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's
1: but those those guys get eliminated early right. just so early because they not they don't have the base of the sport right like I, I consider myself an athlete but I couldn't hit a baseball I'm not gonna brag like let's go I'll take you over the wall right but dodgeball doesn't have that reputation yet of a real real sport right so mm-hmm. people anybody thinks they can just do it and it's it's become
2: comical that I just sit back like, okay, okay, show up. Well, it has to be too, especially in stage times when you tell kids, kids get so, uh, I don't know, are they less prone to play now than you feel like they used to or no? How do you mean? like kids get so so set on i'm a baseball player when i'm 11 oh. years old i'm gonna play in college and i'm just gonna oh, do yeah yeah you just gonna do baseball oh play dodgeball oh i can't, I can't because elbow. oh i got practice later right or yeah. i got di- you know you know i i think it
1: goes globally like the work ethic and the grit is kind of lower right right yeah and also too that you talk about single sport athletes it's that's the pandemic we're living in <laughs> yeah is that right this covid stuff will get over but like single sport athletics and I like I call them single sport parents like the kids <laughs> might want to play multiple things but the parents are like nope instead of playing for free for a school right maybe you're a soccer player instead of yeah. playing basketball for free we're gonna we're gonna pay tons of money for you to play this one sport all year all round. year round and not only do I see more kids doing single sport I see them stopping that single sport really quickly right you know these, these kids are you know these parents are picking out colleges
2: seventh eighth ninth grade by it's 11th scary. grade they're done yeah. it's scary it, done. it's it, it's the industry as itself in terms of just how much of a money machine it is now and it's scary because that's the industry that we're in right and we try to really do good by the kids and not get involved in that and we're just here to help you and make you a better person and enjoy and have a good relationship with working out and your sport will come you'll get better at your sport secondary to that right you know like i don't see a kid and see that kid as a college scholarship or as the best kid on his team like it's just somebody who you want to live a happy life and learn to work out and, and better themselves right. better themselves that's like, it
0: when i sit here and i got kids you know especially right now we got a lot of seniors right now that are talking to us about college and i'm sitting here and i'm telling them i'm like you know your sport's important but who are you when you step off that field do you like the college that you're at when you step off that field like god forbid an injury happens or you like you said how many kids have you seen get burnt out from the sport because they're they then they're just done like if you get burnt out what are you going to do? Like, are you going to be happy at that school? So it's like, there's so many things that go into it. And like, I try to steer away from talking to them about the sport because they're getting so much pressure outside of here from it. So it's like, I want to talk to you about like, what do you want out of life besides the sport, especially like kids that are going to play D three, like football, like, you know, chances of you making it to the NFL is very slim, you know, but if you want to go play football, go play. Right. But make sure you're at a school that you want to be at and that you're going to have fun at. And it, you know, that's, that's like a big thing I feel like that a lot of these kids are struggling with when they get to that junior, senior year of trying to figure out where to go to school, what they want to do for college. And it's like, well, your sport matters, but what do you want to do if the sport? Another page that, that, that we didn't deal with, I
1: definitely did deal with is that, you know, that status thing, right? Like some kids would feel like they, just, they want to say they play D1 mm-hmm. just to be on a team mm-hmm. as opposed to playing D2 or 3 where they're a boss and a baller and they're, they're on the programs and they're on the website and they're doing well. Or they just go D1 to say they're D1 and just sit the bench. Right. But
2: why has that changed? I feel like that wasn't always the case.
1: I don't know. I think I, th- I think because people care about what's on their Facebook status yeah. and what, who they are. They'd rather wear the badge than really be on the field and, uh, you know, yeah. grueling.
0: Like, we both went to Cortland. Like, I went to Cortland. Obviously after you I don't, I don't know, know what that's supposed to mean be. <laughs> <laughs> Would've been dumb Would've been fucking awesome If you were there Cause uh Dodgeball like, we didn't play fucking dodgeball When I was there Where the drink, fuck was hey, I
2: You didn't drink any uh, Bowls of beer in the No bathroom. definitely Uh
0: <laughs> mm, I can't say that I didn't it Might not have been a bowl of beer He said but. bowls of beer Not bowls and beer <laughs> Touche Um But yeah like how many kids Like how good was Cortland's baseball team When you were there Or just their sports in general Well Like I, I when I was there, Cortland, like lacrosse, boys and girls, soccer and baseball all made the final four multiple times. That was, there was just when I left. So it's like when I talk to kids about it and like obviously I'm a slightly biased towards Cortland, but like you're also gonna get I try to explain to the kids, I'm like, Yeah, you may wanna have that D one college experience of going to football games and things like that. I'm like you go to a school like Cortland or any other D3 school that's like that, that's very sports-oriented, you're going to get that experience, but then you're also going to, like you said, you're going to be a stud on that, on that right. team, and you're going to play. Right. You're not going to sit the bench and like sit there and wonder, like, do I want to keep playing, do I want to do this? And then you have to keep playing because they gave you money. And now if you're getting money from them and then you stop playing, you lose that money, so now it's like, where do I go from here? And also, too, I think you know,
1: D2, D3 school, the umbrella of that athlete, Family is bigger, right? You yes. go to a, a D one school, and mm-hmm. you're a soccer player, or a baseball player. That's it. that's who you hang out with. Right. I was recently in uh, in Cortland for the uh, cross tournament, and we just drove by a soccer game. I was going out the stadium, and you see like the crew team there supporting. You see th- the girls' soccer team yeah. there. Like it's it's not just boy soccer. It's just Cortland sports, or yeah. it's, you know, just like anything, like a high school, right? Like look at Burnt Hills versus Shenandoah. Mm-hmm. Like Burnt Hills is a smaller school,
2: but athletically they're they're phenomenal. Right. right? But you know what's sad, too, is that you say you lose out in this experience when you go to college or even just broadening your social circle and meeting kids from other teams and doing different things. I mean, that's getting pushed way back. When you have kids playing on these, it's disgusting to say, but a fucking elite 11-U team, for whatever that means, now you're getting pushed into less experiences, less social interaction with different people, doing less, uh, you know, a a smaller variety of movements at, at an age where you're not even hitting puberty yet. Right. It's, it's scary. And, you know, we're, we keep throwing those term out
1: athletes and athletics, but, like, you, you take a soccer player on the soccer field. I don't know why I keep going back to soccer. It's, it's like, my either. least favorite sport. Yeah, why? Uh, <laughs> put that on record. <laughs> uh, but they can play soccer phenomenally, yeah. agility-wise, up and down the field. Their endurance, their speed is, is great. You tell them to hit a ball or shoot a ball into a hoop or hit a ball with a hockey stick or anything, like, it's different. That, that's not an athlete to me. If you're awesome on the lacrosse field – you can't hit a softball.
2: You're not an athlete. Yeah, and we're we're definitely losing that. I think there becomes an age where you have to spe- you have to specialize in 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 one set of skills if you want to continue a career, but that should be very later That's, on in life. Yeah, that should be once you get to college uh, yeah. is when that needs to happen, not when you're 11, 12, freshman, sophomore, junior, junior in high school. Not even a senior in high school. Like I mean, no.
0: maybe a senior in high school. Like maybe I just if think- you're if you're that
1: that small percentage, a good friend. Of my was on the 2006 uh olympic or u.s men's lacrosse team and there's 20 guys on that team 19 out of 20 played three different sports through high school well, and that's what, like, and the, the, the other one played two out of three
0: right. yeah and that's what i talk to a lot of the kids here i'm like every almost all the top athletes that you think of whether it's lebron james or you know you can look at kyler murray was drafted for two sports in the first round like all the top athletes that you think about they played at least two sports if not three like the only reason LeBron stopped playing football was because everybody was like, hey, dude, right? you're 6'8". You're going to go to the NBA. That's let's a chill. different example. I but mean, that's, that's a just completely different example. Right. Like, that's, a, that's top tier. So most kids should be trying to go, let's go play as many sports as I can, three sports, two sports, whatever. Like, you played two sports, right? Mm-hmm. And you played three up until and freshman I, year. And I regret, if you
2: talk about my regrets in high school, other than, like, being too shy and being a dick to people is is is, is not playing football. I stopped after 8th after grade and I regret it so I wish I played 3 but I played 2.
0: And like for us I mean Mike and I both can relate like yeah we may not have played a lot on the basketball team but the benefit we got out of it was good. Like yeah. it helped me with conditioning and other stuff for my other sports and like I had fun. Like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people I was with. Were we great? Eh, we were not great. But like in the grand scheme of things you know being like you brought back it's a free sport. I don't have to pay anything to play God. this. It's not a burden on like my parents or anything. Right. Not that oh. I thought about that at that go age, play. but like, I just wanted to play. like, And like I was almost a four-sport athlete in high school because the volleyball team wanted to play, and I, my mom literally goes to me, she's like, that's not fair to the other kids because you can't, don't have to go to all the practice. I'm like, but they want me to play. <laughs> mom, they want me. And I was like, I'm not giving up basketball for it. So, should I have? Maybe. And but. I'm sure you see guys and, and girls
1: in here, that be, uh, late, late bloomers. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Like you, mm-hmm. you have someone just Totally focus on one sport. Who could potentially be phenomenal in a different sport? Mm-hmm. Tim Cox, he went to Schenectady, played lacrosse at, at Albany, Final Four guy. Ended up playing pro lacrosse. He picked up a lacrosse stick in seventh grade. Right. Mm-hmm. Think about your seventh graders. Maybe in here, maybe you know, they're still so focused on one sport. Right. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: And that's what's sad because okay, let's say you are, you get, you get, you get cut from that sport. You're so discouraged now. You have nothing. You have no other outlets to play. You've been conditioned to think this is the way to do it. It's sad. It's like ego of parents and coaches. Parents and par- yeah, parents. It's, it's fucking sad. Well, it's
0: sad when you see it with kids. And I mean, I mean, not that parents don't bring their kids to everything and whatnot, because I'm sure that they do. But it's like, is there a certain extent that they don't want to like branch out and have to like take them to nine different things? No, oh, I think I think it's more of what are your
2: true incentives? Yeah. Like, like what what is your motivation for doing this with your kid? Is it for them to have good experiences and be happy and be active and have fun, or is it? To get a scholarship one day, to make this elite team, to say that you're a part of this. That right. used, the last one was a big one. It's Facebook status. It's status. Like mm-hmm. status is a big. My, thing. Oh,
1: my kid's on on the gold team.
2: That I means it sucks. Doesn't play. Right. Yeah. You know what? You know Ooh, what else? Just just so you can say that he's on the team. You're on that team. Yeah. You right. could tell fucking Ann next door that my kid's on this team, and and that makes you feel good. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Adul- because again, it's about them instead of the kid. I, I just should be. Right right you see you see that
1: yeah i I have kids saying oh I, I gotta play in hoops you play hoops oh, I hate the coach you hate the coach who cares he has the keys to the gym and you, the balls like right.
2: who cares What yeah. are you talking about I hate the coach I don't think that was, I don't think I can ever think of a time growing up and I've hated coaches I, when I look back it was my immaturity that made me hate that coach <laughs> sure or maybe push you harder or whatever something where we clashed where if I was more mature you you would see
0: past that but yeah nobody stopped playing because they didn't yeah didn't like a coach. I mean, I can't sit here and say, like, I mean, at least from my experience with high school and stuff, there was never a coach that I feel like I hated. There was coaches I felt like that weren't as good of a coach, but, like, I've talked about this. Like, there's coaches that I had that I felt like were great guys and great people, but they just weren't the best coaches in the world. But then I had people that were great coaches, and maybe in my adult life I've noticed certain things that I'm like, nah, eh, it's a little questionable. Right. But they taught me a lot when it came to life and things like that as far as within the sport that I was able to translate to other things in life. And then you have obviously the coaches that fit both modes, you know, like you look at them as you get older and you're like, this person's a great person and they're also a phenomenal coach and teacher. And I can sit here and say like, I never really had a coach that I hated. There was coaches I disliked or I had disagreements like you kind of said like, Mm -hmm. or didn't see eye to eye with, but I never felt like I didn't want to play a sport because of that coach. Like it was like, I played the sport because I loved the sport because that's what I wanted to do. Like I didn't care that if, you made if you made me not like practice that day oh well right whatever you, you could hate them as your i'm gonna go home and, itself
1: but now i'm gonna go home like, and i'm oh, gonna okay.
0: continue to hit the baseball because i like hitting the baseball right. like not like because my parents or whoever wants that's to not do gonna it. get any easier
1: because coaches now aren't coaching anymore because it's so difficult with schools and parents like right. now you're dealing not you're just not dealing with athletic director you're, you're dealing with 20 different parents that have that feel like they have an outlet through social
0: media and things like that right so now good officials, good coaches. Let let me ask you this. Do you find that, I mean, at Boston Spa, is is it mostly teachers that are coaches or is that it? No, it's it's pretty split. Do you feel like you find less people willing to kind of put themselves in the coaching position? Oh, absolutely. Because I've noticed. It's hard to find coaches. Like I've noticed even at like our school at Chatham, like with football, like in particular, like, you know, there's coaches that have stepped down because it was because of the parents like it had nothing to do with the kids or anything like that it had to do with the fact that you know they got parents you know talking about who should be on the field who shouldn't be on the field all that kind of stuff and it's like that's not what we had a great
1: football coach who was an in-district teacher that was phenomenal who when we hired him when he got hired i thought he'd be the guy He'd be the, boss, the face of balls and spot football, but it just got to be too much. Parents having a voice and, and this and that, and administration listening to parents over coaches. Now he's an assistant at Burn Hills right down the road, mm-hmm. and he's happy.
0: Yeah. like Lost him. I mean, and that's, and that's the thing that I feel like is happening. Like you said, like you're losing quality coaches because of the fact that you got all this pressure coming from not the school, like everything else. Like, it's not the school that's putting on the pressure. It's everything else on the outside, whether it's parents or kids or whatever it is. Like, you got all this other stuff. And honestly, if you're a teacher school. and you can get fired from fucking up on the field, why, why take that risk? Why, why take that put yourself for risk what? In that
1: situation. for two
2: grand, for 1500 bucks, For yeah. sure. For five for bucks. Sure. Like- on the other side of the coin, it's like kids do have a better emotional IQ than they used to, I feel. Do you agree? There's still, there's still immaturities, but in terms of just okay, say you're an old school coach and you're just talking bullshitting down to somebody. Well, I think yeah. they have more with itness in that they have not experience, but
1: they have education of different types of coaches, whether it be through movies or clips, or you know, they saw a video of some, some dude losing his mind or watching Bobby Knight stuff. Where you know, when we were, we didn't, we just, we just knew what our school was, right? right. We yes. knew those two colors. That coach. This is gonna be my next coach, and that's it. Right. So, so kids now they they are smarter. They don't act it, but they
0: do get it. There's certain different styles and things like that. They can react and and perform. Well, and that's like something too that like in your time as a teacher, I'm sure you've noticed too, like the change in how accessible everything is. Because you were talking about like status. It's like it's not only status, but it's like comparing themselves to the person in California. That yeah. like we never had access to that. It was like, all right, like I'm comparing myself to me and all the kids that I'm playing against. Yeah, like, you're
2: constantly seeing everybody else, whether it's they're posting them training. And listen, you're only posting your good shit, right. only your best angles, right? Only your best shots, only your best lifts. Like you're not posting any of the struggles. So yeah, people think that like this is how I should feel, and everybody has insecurities, and that's and, and yeah, that's gonna hamper your mood and and. Yeah, you see that a lot. It's just comparing yourself to others, that and we did out that. there. Like, there's there's middle school showcases now. Like
1: that that that's so wild. Middle school show for what? For what? What right. are you talking about? But they'll ask for highlight tapes, and it's they'll f- ask for Instagram handles for middle schoolers. For what? It's what
2: for, are you it's, talking about? It's for money. It's I, for money over your kids. Yeah. I got nieces I and nephews, and they
0: have weren't even on, aren't like aren't on social media till they're like a sophomore in high school, like. They don't have a middle school Instagram and that's okay. reel. And, and that's I'm like, okay. I'm like yeah. thank you. Thank you for right. not being on social media. Yeah. I appreciate what do you, you. What
2: do you like with your kids and social media? On yes, it? No? Yes? No. No. Not I, allowed on your part, or they haven't asked? They haven't asked, I think, because they, they know it's not allowed on my part. You know what I
1: mean? Like, that's, They're middle school. My, my, right? my kids aren't. I have two middle schools and elementary. They don't. Electronics really isn't a thing in the house. You know what I mean? Like Everybody's on their phone all the time, but I, my kids have phones. They're just not. There's no... I don't know. It's different. It's different. My kids don't play video games. We're either together or they're doing something. Like
2: is their men- mental health better because of that? If you look, if you I look think around, so.
1: I, I look around their, their, their social friends, their networks. I also, I also see like, you know, kids on their teams, like parents start to like deteriorate and there's arguments and they're asking me, what do you, oh, well, how do you get them off the Xbox? What's an Xbox? Like, like we have one, like when it, there's, there's snow on the ground, there's Madden going on, like, but that's it. Yeah. Right. That's it. And it, they don't, it's nice they don't crave it. They don't ask for it. Like, like yeah. I said, they both have phones, but there's no, there's no apps on them. There's not. They're not looking and scrolling through. You know, they want to watch a YouTube video of buzzer beaters. <laughs> like, awesome, <laughs> right. Cool. Like, right. Yeah. But I mean, that's by far the the minority. See, they don't know that. I think that's the issue. They don't. They don't are not the issue, but that's the I mean, resolution. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's right. a good thing. Not that, they not that they're sheltered, right? right? Like you, you met them. They're mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but well, they, they don't. They don't. It's not normal to right. It's also not normal to have your fucking belly button hanging out. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's
0: true. I mean, I I have two brothers that are, like, one's a freshman and one's an eighth grade, I think. Um, And, like, my one brother plays video games and whatnot, but, like, he also is very computer intuitive, but he's not on it all day. Right, like he's well, on He's The on world you live in,
1: you have to know how to log in and troubleshoot stuff, right? Yeah.
0: Like, you're, mm-hmm. it's a disservice if you don't know how to use exactly. electronics. So, like for me, when I see them, they're always like same thing with you. Always outside, whether it's playing sports, riding quads, riding go kart, like whatever it is that they're doing, like they're always outside doing something whenever they can be, and it's like. They're in the minority, and I, again, do they realize it? I don't think so. I think that's a gift. If but they don't realize that, people yeah. ask me,
1: "How do you get them outside?" I have a tough time getting them in. Right? Yeah. But I think, please go, go sit down. It's it's a hundred degrees outside. Or y- the other day we went outside to play lacrosse. I was like, "Dude, it's twenty degrees." If that, and he's like, "You scared?" I'm like, "Okay, lace <laughs> up, boy. Let's go. Here we go."
2: No, I think I think you're giving them a gift developmentally by 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 withholding this longer. You just think of kids now, they get notifications, they get this dopamine kick, they get their serotonin going off, they get so fucking happy and feel this joy from this, but it's all kind of fake. fake, And quick. Right? And now, they're, and now they're, they're so desensitized to all these videos and things they're seeing, and now out of real life, they're not getting the same response. Right. It can't be good. Well, I think it's selfish for me too, a little bit, because I'm, I'm providing for them the life that I would want.
1: right? I, I was outside the whole time. Right. Like, I, I mean, my parents couldn't afford shit. Right. So like, but I can give them like clinics and camps and equipment in the yard. Like we have awesome stuff. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm just kind of living through them a little bit the way I want to live. But if I was more of a electronic type guy, maybe it would be the other way around. Maybe we would be playing video games together. So I think it just kind of meshes and works and, and fits. But to each their own, but there has to be some sort of balance, and I'm not For seeing sure. that. Yeah, no, that's I'm a, not seeing that. That's the no, wa- problem. It's
2: way too far one end. When I think about my childhood, I think about being with my brother in the backyard and just ripping the fucking baseball hard as we hit each ass. other. Just trying, he's probably <laughs> beat my ass sometimes. Just trying to field it clean and make and make. That's what I think of practicing baseball. Yeah, I don't I, think about traveling to fucking Georgia. No, I was playing Pokemon, right. sitting in my backyard. Yeah, like, right. no backyard, backyard, back, backyard, backyard, Everything, no
0: matter what your backyard
1: looked like, right. it was the best arena to play. Yeah, it was like
0: the. The stadium that you went wanted to right. go to like yeah, the amount of football that i played growing up like oh my god it was ridiculous yeah, like, it was here's, just me and two friends playing with that's football. it
2: here's the difference if i ask some kid tomorrow that comes in the gym hey what are you what are you doing on 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 tuesday night i got i got i got a fucking piano lesson and then i got baseball practice for school and I got club practice. Then I got hitting lesson. Then I'm coming here. I'm like, just tell your mom to pick you back up and like go home and do right. your homework and eat dinner right. and go to sleep. Yeah. And for us, like, what are you doing? You're like, eh, I'm like, going in the backyard. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I guess I'm going to throw the ball to myself. <laughs>
0: yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I play catch by myself. Well, like. how like,
1: how do you fix that? I don't know if it's fixable, but like maybe it's generational, because you're right. Every it's and listen, my kids are busy, and but I see kids that I teach and coach. That are the same way, but they're not. They don't. They beg for a snow day. Some it, kids are coming to me. Do oh, you think practice will be canceled? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh,
0: right. What it, are you talking? You want practice to be canceled? That's that's you talking about. That like just thinking back with like, like I have nieces. I have a niece that plays sports, and I have, obviously my brothers play sport too. And it's like I feel like parents now allow kids too many times to choose whether or not they want to go to practice. Yeah, I'm seeing that in youth and, sports a lot. And of youth it's sports. it's like. We never we didn't ha- if I signed up for a sport and I had practice, I uh-huh. went no matter what. We didn't go on vacation. No, because right. like we were going to go anyways, but we didn't go on <laughs> vacation because yeah, because we had practice. reason
2: we we didn't get senior skip day because of practice because of practice in baseball. That's and just, stuff how like that. like, just how it was. Yeah, like just how it was. You made a commitment. It's like it's good to be busy, like but, busy, but it's also it's important different.
1: to instill commitment. You're part of the right. team. You know, there's I coach my kids youth youth lacrosse, second grade and sixth grade, and you know. Oh, uh, he got a you know hangnail. What? Or like he sprained his ankle. Okay, well we'll see him later. He's not going to come to practice. Well, he he can still watch. You can still be part of the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're on the sideline, and guess what? When you're on the sideline watching your buddies play, it fucking suck. it you're sucks. It sucks. You can get out there and play. Right. Yeah. But instead instead of that, like oh, I don't. I had a hard day. I'll instead see. of that, they leave him home. Yeah. Let's get some. Let's get some Mr. Beast burger. Let's yeah. order that. It's nice though. It is nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that, so that's, that's positively reinforcing
2: not being part of a team right right and that's just going to translate from youth sports into school sports and beyond here's why i say and so somebody can challenge us like this is why when we have younger generations coming up and we're still operating this business like the chance of having a workhorse isn't to come to compete to the table in the world after sports of work and business is way less than it was unless it flips it has to be generational how's it yeah. gonna f- i mean there's so much money in it and under armor kimson it's just like
0: there's so many so much money in it and there's so many different options for like them to do stuff it's but like it's social media that drives social it. media is the biggest thing it's like and being able to compare yourself to somebody that's on the complete opposite side of the country that you never would have saw 20 years ago you talk about money i went down and worked a clinic over uh, christmas
1: break lacrosse clinic in delray beach florida and it's the first time in my career I've been a teacher for 17 years that I said maybe I'll just do this. Like maybe where education's at right now, maybe I'll just coach and teach kids who want to learn and want to get better
2: and their parents will write the fucking check. Right. But here's what's hard though, like write the fucking check if 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 as a coach your motivation and your your in- your incentive is good. You just you have genuinely want to help the kid get better. But when your motivation incentive is to have is to say, well, I coached the summer team, and, and, and all 14 of the guys signed D1 scholarships. Yeah, if that's, that's, where you, it's if at. that's what you lead and with, I'm, I'm yeah, disgusted. I'm just saying it. That's where the devil is in that. Even me, like
1: wholeheartedly educator, for the first time, I was like, maybe I'll just do this. Jump on the bandwagon yeah. and just collect the check. Right. And, and that- teach kids who want to be taught and just appease the parents and just roll in the money. As opposed to dealing with 30 kids every hour that don't want to do shit. Yeah, that's where we're fortunate. So that's that's why it's going to be tough to get out of this because the money. Yeah, yeah. And that status thing. Like, it's just there's nobody you can have a conversation with. And there's people that start it like, well, I know he probably shouldn't be on this team, but it's really good for him to play up. Play up. Like, you're not fucking good. Like, you suck. Right, you're saying you're playing up. You're the best in Greenwich? Who cares? Sorry, Greenwich. (laughs) (laughs) Go witches.
2: (laughs) Oh shit! But no, man, that's that's so true. It's just like it's status, and you even see now. Like I'll scroll through Twitter, and somebody will post today. I got an offer from this college. You got a fucking offer. Cool shit. Like yeah. uh, Today I got a a letter in the mail. I have a check for thirty thousand (laughs) dollars
1: waiting for me. Like what? Like cool.
2: Great. (laughs) Right. It's just like people like to see the like button get hit on their post. I like to feel that type of way, I like to show off what they're doing. Cause that's just, that's just. And the difference is if you, if you come to me and say, Oh, I got, I got this offer.
1: And I'm like, okay, who cares? Who gives a fuck? They can find 30 other people that will give them that response that they're looking for. Right. Whether yeah. it be face to face or even so, right? Yeah. You can post the sky's purple and someone will be like, no, it's blue. Oh, don't be a hater. It is what you want
0: it
2: to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Live your life. Right. Look,
0: shut, what? No, this guy's <laughs> fucking blue. <laughs> <laughs> Flat earther. Shut up. Man.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, it's so true. But I don't know where it goes with you, sports man. It's just like, I feel good coming in here and having people like Paul and Dan and Connor and Sam and people like people like you in here to just set a good example. Treat kids as a, a as the person that they are, and 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 just make sure they're happy and. Like I said, like excelling in life. That's not sports because they leave here and go to their twelve other fucking practices. All they're hearing is sports and college and right. sports and yeah. pressure and I starting. Think, I think it starts. It starts with keeping that positive communication and making
1: it be okay to be like, just put hang the cleats up for three months, mm-hmm. two months, do something else,
0: mm-hmm. right? I don't care what it is. And we've had that conversation with plenty of kids in here. Like, hey, you know, you've been going hard here, and you this is bothering you. Your back's bothering you. This that. Let's hang it up for you know, the next two months. Yeah. Just but work then, out, work on getting stronger. Work then out the out fear all
2: that. kicks in. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to fall behind. Yeah. And then dad goes, what do you mean? You're not working. Mm. What do you mean?
1: What yeah. do you mean? You're not working. You're behind. What are you? Fuck. Yeah.
2: No, it's, it's, fu- it's fucking tough, man. What are you drinking? Rob? Listen to this sound. You know what I say? Oh, that's fine. That's the sound of happiness.
0: That is the sound of happiness.
2: That is the sound of happiness. There's multiple things After that make week, that
0: sound and it makes, and they all make me happy yeah celsius what do yeah. we got here unified this is unified beautiful
1: beautiful ipa all the juicy things phenomenal unified beer works right in malta are you in character right now doing great things <laughs> we'll get to character later we'll get to, we'll get we'll get we'll get to character later no, but no it's man that's sunday there's
2: so many great. see there's so many great places around here i stopped by there yesterday for my for for, for the first time man it was great and yeah, i looked make up a their good stuff.
0: Use. like they 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 the like their website and stuff is really really good like you get their background and everything like they seem like awesome people like it's like the one person focuses on one thing and one person it's a couple and they focus on the other thing and they focus on what they like and then it comes together and it's a, and it seems to be working very well for them and it, it was just really cool to just like read everything about them yeah
1: and they're good at what they do so that why not celebrate it yeah and uh they're they're people like us, like we're talking about, they're 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 hardworking people that are real, yeah. And they're putting mm-hmm. out a good product, and they're proud of that product, and they're they'll tell you like we don't we don't use shit, we don't do shit. So like, it's if you're gonna complain about the price, like go somewhere else, yeah. Because right. we work hard for this, our name's on it, and it's gonna be awesome, yeah. And everything that they do or sponsor or are a part of is is top shelf stuff because that's what they are,
0: right. And that's you know that's what with anything you know if you want to put your name behind it and whatever you're going to charge for it like if it's a quality product and you're a quality person like people will come get it like, right and they'll come pay for it
1: and people are you know they're quick to say you know talking about price like i'm not paying for that i can get this and that like fine but like having conversations with jeff the owner and brewer there it's like you know i know how much a candy line costs and i know how much money he pays for this and that like right. yeah. i'm never complaining about paying eight dollars for a beer ever again if that's, it's good that's yeah. where COVID COVID like, changed
2: COVID changed me i mean in terms of just how I am as a consumer. Yeah. Like, like I do everything I can to only shop local. And like, sometimes it's tough not to run to fucking target, but it's like, I mean, it, Target's dangerous. It, it's, da- it's a dangerous, I'm not running anywhere. It's right. a, yeah, I'm, walking, I'm definitely not running anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying supporting people post COVID, like
0: small businesses, I think business
1: it's and just to wear a shirt. that says support local businesses. Yeah. Like,
0: that's ju- even that, that there. So <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about. Just put it out there. Yeah. Wh- Hashtag <laughs> stimulate the 518. That's what we're talking about, man. No, oh, but you're right. You see it,
1: right? And you see, sometimes you see the owner in there and in all these places, small shops you're talking about. And it makes a difference. Like, you're putting money in their pockets, right? Yeah. Like, you're paying their bills, you're keeping the lights on it. It, makes a difference.
0: Well, and like, I just, like you talked about with the COVID times and like before you could actually go to restaurants, like, I don't know if people remember this, this, this was like a thing. We couldn't go to restaurants, you know? So you had to order out and like a lot of local businesses were struggling. And I remember I I moved back up here from New York and I was staying with my mom every Friday. We ordered out from a local place every single Friday, no matter what, we always ordered out from a local place, whether it was, you know, a place in Chatham or, Somewhere that was in like up here, and or in Screenbush or whatever. Like we always tried to find a place that like was a local or bit local business or a small business that we could get food from and support them because we knew they needed it, and also tends to be way higher quality. <laughs> it's tasty as shit, <laughs> tasty as fuck, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like I, well, just I think, think that stuff goes a long way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even though
1: you, you know it's one family, one day a week how many families are doing that how many is a week and like i said when you go in there and you see the hard work that goes in and you you know being in this business in business like it's tough to keep people it's tough to you know have good help so anything that you can do to help out local businesses
0: all in when i think about our renovation like we were sitting here one day me and you i think we were standing over in the corner over there and we looked over and we saw everybody working over here and mike's like dude it's all small businesses it was like three or, like counting us, it was like three or four small businesses. Oh, the people working here, you yeah. said. Yeah. It had have uh, no other way. Like between people painting and building and destruction and whatever else we had to do in here, like it was all small businesses. There was nobody that was like, oh, let me call this big company that's going to take forever for them to do anything and it's probably going to be shit anyway. Did you say Destruction. Destruction. Destruction.
2: Constru- well, it's like construction, it but the opposite. like, like
0: demolition, but like. <laughs> yeah, we had to destruct the wall that was there. Destruction sounds way better. Destruction. <laughs> that does <this laughs> sound better. Sorry, I was hung up <laughs> on that. Well, Destruction. Yeah, maybe this will hold
2: you up Destruction. Oh, another sound of happiness.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we had to, you know, demolish the wall. Destruct whatever you it. want to say. Just destruct, destruct it. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> That shit was impressive though. I don't. I don't remember. Were you here when it was coming down? I wasn't here, but I got pictures. and You said it was cool. That's the.
1: That was the best weekend to go to a wedding, right there. By the way, for you.
2: I had so many weddings this year. If anybody's listening, (laughs) don't fucking. And they think like I'm. I'm on uh, the list for their wedding next year. Just fucking give it to somebody else. I'll I'll send send you you cash. I'll send
0: you cash. (laughs) I'll embo you right now. Mike's refrigerator is just one. Save the (laughs) (laughs) date. Oh shit. I had Like fucking six. Dude, I this swear, year, every every weekend you were like, "Dude, I got a fucking wedding." Well, here's to what's to. tough.
2: Here's what's tough with me with weddings. I don't fucking dance, bro. Never. Why? There's Have, no- you, met, have you met Mike? But still, there's there's always an excuse. There's n- but there's nowhere between sober Mike and and and, and whiskey. I Mike I, with- I will say straight up, I love dancing.
1: I will I will that make sawdust. Me. Zero On the dance floor I love dancing I don't know if
0: I'm good or bad If I stop dancing It's because I need my heart rate To drop below (laughs) 200 Because I'm working Let me tell you I saw Mike Mike and I went to one wedding together Mm. Phenomenal time We did have a great time It was a great wedding Saw Mike dance for one song Was it a slow dance? It was genuine What's that song? (laughs) <laughs> the I don't remember, song. but I,
2: I remember I somebody, somebody pulled him out on the dance floor, and I
0: looked over and I saw Mike, and I was like, "No way! Somebody got him out here. You keep him in. Keep him no, in." He, he, he I don't even think he made it the full song. Nah, I get tight, man. I get real tense. But you know, know what? In the grand scheme of things, we had a great time. It was a blast. It a great time. You know, one uh, of the better weddings I've been to. So uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, I cut a rug on the dance floor too, right? You yeah. Know, I, you know, it's it's me Let's too. go!
1: I'm, I'm dancing with everybody. Get out of the way, or come on in. Yeah pelvic pelvic thrust for listen, everybody
0: i mean i don't know i don't know about pelvic thrust for everybody well, i don't go. know if it's
1: good dancing but i'm moving like well, a listen, motherfucker we'll,
2: we'll post rob's address send him fucking invites <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> i love it. i love <laughs> food and dancing well pelvic drinking. thrust yeah, yeah. And destruction.
0: <laughs> destruction destruction <laughs> <laughs> oh we're gonna get hung up on that it's all right you know hey How you like to it'll come words. back i like to use big words okay no just did, make them up just <laughs> destruction works but what do you have paul you have a celsius uh that's definitely not a celsius it's definitely not. It's a it's a cut water. You know, it's got a little tequila in there, a little margarita. You know, going on. Does it work for you? It does. Does does the job? Those are good. Those are those are they're dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. That's why I only brought two. The uh, <laughs> yeah, the White Russians are phenomenal. The White Russians have the highest <laughs> alcohol content. You yeah, like fifteen percent. Yeah, like I mean, this is twelve point five, so it's still it's like eight pounds of sugar in each one. But you know what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you know, okay. helps the dancing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> It'll, it'll it'll give me that energy. I need those carbs for the energy, you know. But Mike, you're drinking local. I'm drinking local. I got a I got a
2: Yankee Distillery uh, whiskey. See, I'm not I'm not a big beer guy. I've never been like when I first big started, or beer guy. I'm not a beer. I'm not a big guy, and <laughs> I'm not a beer guy. I'm not a truck guy. I'm not a fishing guy. I mean, I do my best. Not do, a car guy. I do my best with, with with what I have. But no, no, I'm not a beer guy. When I first started started drinking and drinking beer, I, my stomach would always feel terrible. I'd be like, eh, ah, I'm just like new to drinking. I'll, so like, you you this. had that
1: small bottle from Yankee Distillery, yeah, right here in Clifton Park. Yeah,
2: there's a little bit left. How old is that bottle? The bottle's probably we probably a year on this bottle. I'll a go, year? Yeah, I'll go slow. That's a long time.
1: That's a long time. So you're drinking aged. I'm drinking whiskey right I'm now. Drinking very aged whiskey right
2: now. <laughs>
0: you're it's drinking t- 2020 shit. <laughs> 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 when was that bottled? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's delicious though. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I like beer. I'm not, a, I'm not an IPA guy. Like, you gotta be a special kind of breed to be an IPA guy. Like, Man. I'm not gonna lie. You gotta be a special kind of breed, not an IPA guy. But beer, beer is good. You know, give me a nice pale ale, something like that. I'll, 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 I'll get down with that.
1: Yeah, uncap it, uncork it, unscrew it. I don't have a problem,
0: but I'll drink it. I mean, you get enough, enough in me. Whatever's in, you know, whatever's there, I'll drink. So if it. you came to my house and I offered you a beer. I, I, if, you, if I came to your house and I, you offered me a beer and an IPA, I can't say no because I'm in your house. That's rude. All right, all right, I'm just, I'm you just know, like sure. I'll drink it. I may not enjoy it, but I'll drink it. By the end, I'll enjoy it. Give Paul strictly IPAs. <laughs> Make note.
2: There'd be no destruction though if you went to Rob's house, right? Probably a lot of destruction. <laughs> yeah, and there might
0: be. You went pee. Yes, I yes. went pee. Right. I had I had to drain drain it. You went know? you pee. I I went pee. Longer than I thought I would. Okay. Yeah, say, I, got, I actually wait. impressed.
2: <laughs> like I was, wait, I was sounding like, you guys, wow. You guys, got, you guys got weak bladders, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to listen. Guy over here. there with his, like, That's you, true. Know. you only had three sips.
0: was three sips. I went through a whole whole can already. <laughs> I'm halfway through another one. Oh, this, um, is, this is true, man. You know. um, how's the
2: school year been? I mean, you, listen, you probably thought maybe you'd go into a more regular year. Or yeah.
1: Or I, wrong? Um, I mean, this is my 17th year at this uh, school district and my 11th in the high school. Obviously last year, which, which kind of blurs together, right? Saying last year, like, I don't even mean, what year we're in. It still feels like 2020, right? So it was a, was a shit show. It was remote. I was, I was home teaching for half the day. I was in school for half the day. Different grades would come for a week. And it, it was just, it was weird. Because so going into this year, go ahead.
2: You guys did it differently than all the other schools. Am I right in terms of how you alternated which kids were yeah,
1: in? Yeah, uniquely and uh, started later in the year. So we were virtual till October. October hit. Ninth and 10th graders would go to school for four days. And the next four days, 11, 12. And i teach both. So I would teach in the morning at home and then afternoon at school. Next week, it'd be flip-flopped. Because they wanted less kids in the halls and classrooms mm-hmm. spaced out and, and whatever. Right? Because the guidelines were so clear. Uh, so he said sarcastically. Um, so, so this year, I, I thought... Band-aid off, like let's fucking go. Kind of like Paul talking about restaurants are open, like let's go, like let's go. Let me let me do my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm in the gates, like like a bull rider. Like open the gate and let's go. I want to do. I want to teach. I want kids to play. I want to see them active. Right? They've mm-hmm. been sedentary. They haven't seen their friends. So that didn't happen, right? Like I had all these great grand wishes of like I'll keep everybody safe and we'll space out. No, so outside it's cool because we didn't have to wear a mask yeah so in the fall we stayed out forever we played disc golf i got tons of disc golf stuff Mm -hmm. so we introduced that unit to the high school for the first time which was awesome kids were very receptive to it they weren't very good but it was fun we're outside even it's cold 40 degrees we're still outside i'd rather be outside freezing doing something than inside masked up not really doing a lot so but this year's been tough man like any other year, you ask me how school is, and I'm happy. I like, I'm like i like stupid happy. People get mad. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Like, it's so much fun. Kids are playing. We're in, a, we're in a basketball unit or dodgeball unit or whatever we're doing. It's a blast. And I think that, like, it keeps me fun. It keeps me happy because going to work isn't going to work. It's just, you know, listen, I, I don't even tie my shoes. I, I wear shorts. I wear probably a free t shirt from a lacrosse <laughs> tournament or a game or balls and Spa, and we have fun. But, it's just it's so different the beast is so different you know, we're masked up uh we can't the kids can't change so so really they can't really get after it right mm-hmm. you, you think about ninth and tenth grade boys pe you're thinking like floor hockey like competitive like i let's sweat go. my ass off doing yeah PE a bit, bro. that's fun
0: yes yeah. go you go gotta, you
2: gotta hope you don't you hope. i was a
0: gym class hero i don't give a fuck there's like, nothing that, wrong that's, that that's, that's what a, i was that's a, what, that's a title what was yeah. your
2: earliest period gym class Cause
0: you're fucked if you're early. <laughs> no, no, dude. Even when I had early gym class, it didn't fucking matter. Like, I mean, you're fucked if you can't change. Right. But, but even like, if you can change, and you, you got first
1: sw- block. You when you get up from second block when the bell rings, you're like drying the swamp the swamp ass with your thigh
0: i was i was uh, i mean i got to the point like i i don't know i just never really gave a fuck like it was just like all right dude like i yeah i fucking sweat i was in gym class
1: yeah we won six five
0: floor hockey like i dropped fucking five of the six goals like get the fuck out of here
1: so it's so it's different so we can't do a lot but we can do some we have to have masks on but i think that i think i'm a good teacher Right, like I'm not being arrogant. I'm old enough to realize I, honest, I know what I can do. I would do. love you as my yeah, my as as a teacher. It's because
2: your intentions are are good, pure. Are, pure, right? Yeah. Right, right pure. And,
1: and all kids, not not just. I, I like teaching the non-athletes. I like because that well, was me. Like, I, like I like teaching the kids that have not kids. Right, I connect with them, but with a mask on, teaching, a mask on, learning. Like my, I think my positive attributes are my my quick wit, my humor, and you know my intense whatever it is like it's either up or down and that's lost with masks like oh, you don't
0: have the facial expression
1: I don't have relationships like kids right. don't know if I'm smiling like they can't hear me I can't hear and they're not being rude right but I think that last year they figured everything out on their own mm-hmm. they sat behind a computer and they did the work here's what you have to do guys what's up what's up what's up bang 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 get this done and you have a hundred cool now I'll give direction like very pure and the kids aren't being rude they're looking at me it looks like they're taking it all in alright guys go and they look what do we do what what do we do so it's different it's a different beast so i'm i'm kind of like i'm lost i don't have any tools i'm expected to build a mansion Mm -hmm. right and it's it's tough it's a different kind of kid and these kids now they were a lot coddled a little bit Mm -hmm. like oh you're going through you have to learn from home like oh you poor thing not holy shit you have to eat pop tarts all day watch netflix in between classes and t- and learn from your bed it's right, like man. oh i feel so bad you can't be with your friends right so now these kids feel kind of entitled yeah and there's no consequences
2: right
1: and i get every day why can't we just do that why can't we just i, get to, I don't care what you want to do this is what we're doing right it's yeah. that
2: and i think coupled with not being in school all last year i mean you're 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 developmentally going to be behind in terms of How you are socially interacting with other people, how you are interacting with adults, going about your day It's tough.
1: Yeah, and and interacting with adults, there's kids that I don't, I got an email last night from a kid. And it said, uh, we talked about this twice already. Can you please update my grade now so it it will reflect my overall grade? Like the kid made up some classes. He 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 missed school, made up some classes. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. But like I, I wanted to respond, listen, you little shit. Like I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah, I right. told you I'll get to it. Right. Like who the fuck do you think you are? Right. But I I, I, I I'm like, I just saw this kid today. He didn't like, say a word. You, but he can get on an email like everybody else and just pump out do Twitter it fingers. now. Twitter fingers. But also too, in my mind I'm thinking Well, I, I responded and then deleted that. <laughs> because, <laughs> but I'm thinking, shit. Mom and Dad are reading this. Like this might come back to bite me. But this kid needs to learn. So I literally was just like, come talk to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll, I said, it'll be done when it gets done before
0: your grades are due. Please understand you're one of 250 students. Do okay. you think it's different for you as a teacher who's a phys ed teacher? And maybe kids don't take it as seriously than yeah. they would as in like a math class where like the teacher says, this is what we're covering. And that's what they're going to go over. Right. Whereas like you're like, hey, this is the unit we're doing. And then they're like, well, why can't we do this instead? Yeah, you feel like it's different because you're in phys ed? It's definitely different.
1: Um, I think losing a year and a half or two years, and who knows what the middle school did, right? Because they they look a lot different. Their their class sizes are ridiculous. So it's just kind of, it's just almost like a rec program. It's bad. It's bad. So they don't know what to expect. But you can teach any discipline online. Right. And I'm not trying to, to downgrade any other discipline. You can teach Spanish you teach Spanish through online. video through you can just go I face teach myself to face Spanish on my phone. but how am I going to teach you to run a route and to th- or to throw a football or to hit a hockey puck or or, or anything without do- seeing you do it and giving you the opportunity to do it right? I, I remember teaching Ultimate Frisbee and kids would throw- send me videos of them throwing a paper plate. Fine, I get it like I get it but it's impo- it's an, it's an impossible impossible subject to teach where others can kind of get by and they can still teach what they need to teach so kids can get good at the test. I think kids in physical education are physically illiterate. Yes, because they're missing the opportunities Absolutely. they have. And do, you,
2: do you see these two extremes? We have these kids who are just like way too much doing one sport too much. And the kids who are not into sports is okay, but then they're physically inactive, which isn't okay and not healthy.
1: Right. But I think what you said right there, which isn't okay, but I think that it's, they're made believe that it is okay. Right. It's okay if you don't know how to throw a ball. It's okay if you don't know how to kick a ball. Right. Like, sure. I'm not asking you to go to the MLS. But like, holy shit, you should know where your body is. Right. And guess what? In 10 years when you finally figure it out, it's probably too late. Yeah. And you probably figure it out in 10 or 20
0: years because a doctor told you to. Yeah. Right. That's scary shit. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, for me, like I originally went to Cortland because I was going for phys ed. And I switched my major because in my head, I thought about all the shithead kids that were in my fucking gym class that didn't do shit. And I was like, I don't want to deal with that. So I was like, I want to go into a field where I can still teach people, but people that want to be taught. And I guess, you know, it's a little selfish on my part, but like, obviously it's, you know, I'm very happy with what I do and everything like that. And I still get to have an impact on kids' lives. But part of me thinks like if I had gone that route, could I have had a different impact on the kids that aren't getting, that don't want to do it, that don't want to, that, or their parents don't want, don't preach it to them. Like, could I have, done something there so it's like i'm very happy obviously with what i chose to do and whatnot but like in the same sense it's like i could could i have had a different impact like if i had done that type of thing
1: so. and i think that i i i think of myself as a young teacher still and i think that i hope that you, I, are, you I, are i become like oh you know what? i should do this or he said this or he said that but you know these kids you hear, why, why do i have to do this when am i going to use this when the fuck is the last time you used Sokotoa? Right? right, you sit in math class all day. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. like we don't need half the shit you're gonna get, but you got to do it. Right, but you're gonna have to move for your entire life. Exactly, you got to be able to get off the couch. But get you off said the at
2: some point, a doctor is gonna tell you. Right, uh, right. You know, and yeah. you know what?
1: I'm sure that that some point, instead of fifty and sixty, is now being forty, thirty. Yeah. Oh, every, every
0: client I ever had in New York, I tell, told them when I lived in New York City, it was like a body in motion stays in motion. Like that works for your body too. If you stop moving your body's going to want to stop moving and then you're going to become like, you're not going to have any sort of functional movement that you could have throughout your life that will benefit you when you are 50 or 60 years old.
1: But then you get the the, the big percentage of kids that don't want to do PE class because oh, I got, I got hockey tonight or I got this. I'm, this, I'm good. Uh, this is where it's tough. Yeah. You got, it's, it's, it's I mean, crazy. Never had that. And That's I used so to, crazy. I used to be able to rely on the athletes to kind of motivate the class, right? Hey, That was us Let's demonstrate this real quick Mm -hmm. Let's get everybody on board But Mm -hmm. now everybody's even keel Like you can't have athletes And you can't And the athletes are almost A negative to a class Like It's too easy But that's not Like you can't hit
0: You can't hit five out of ten free throws Like you're not an athlete Fucking softball unit man I was trying to hit bombs Every single time I was trying to take the fucking cover (laughs) off the ball like I was like I can hit baseball I'm hitting the I shit out softball, of the softball in
1: May It's my favorite unit it, Softball? I throw in the big old Sunflower <laughs> seeds I got my Mets hat on I was going to say
0: I throw in a big old lip No, no
1: After school, yes
0: <laughs> Like softball And flag football Were my favorite One, because One, I love football Like you, you give me a football In any way, shape, or form I'm going to be happy playing it Like doesn't matter what it is You destruct but, shit yeah, I fucking destructed every single... I'm no longer going to say, like, demolition. Okay, so
2: we got a project here. You come in, we got some destruction, and then build a, build a wall.
0: We're not constructing it, we're destructing it. And you're like, you mean demolition? Like, no, 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 I way. mean destruction. <laughs> I mean, you built this wall, I want you to destruct no, but, it now. But gym
2: class was the shit back in the day. I, I loved it.
0: I love floor hockey. Floor hockey
2: was floor the best. Floor hockey, So yes. we, we, we would, during baseball practice... Oh, this was the best. For conditioning... We sometimes they'd let us play floor hockey and like fucking intense, like we weren't like checking each other, go. talking real shit. Like, great. that's where you that's where kids miss out, too, is just playing in the backyard and getting in a fight with somebody and arguing right. or and fig- bus stop, dude, and figuring it out between yeah. yourselves without parent involvement. <laughs>
1: right. Go change your shirt and go to school.
2: Figure it number of times you have a sleepover with fucking 10 of your boys in the sixth grade and you're playing football. And your one friend just being a fucking
0: yep. dick. Or your one friend, we say no head shots up. in boxing, and they hit the other friend in the head, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, things happen. But,
1: so. you know. <laughs> they settle themselves out, but that's <laughs> right. important. But, we but we're still friends it. afterwards.
0: That's important for,
2: for life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean. Well, kids think they want to fight now, right? Like, right. I. The kids show me a couple of videos and stuff like that. Like, that's not a fight. No. Any kid that wants to fight in school doesn't want to fight.
2: You, no. remember, you remember Kimbo Slice videos? That's a fight. That's a fight. That's right. <laughs> that's a fight. That was when we were in high R. school. RIP. You R. go R. to Kimbo. the library, you go and look at the computer in the corner, and you're like, hey, shh, We're going to watch the Kimbo
1: Slice videos right now. Um, Would you rather take a shot from Kimbo Slice in the gut or three minutes with Megan Fox? What you going wait, to take? Wait, what, do you, what do you mean? Well like you, have, you could you could either get punched by Kimbo Slice if he came down from the heavens. Right. And if you did
0: Oh then you, you can. get
1: three minutes, yeah. Not
0: would you rather, I guess. Right, that's I, what I was saying. I was like, wait a minute, where I, I, I would, that's would the I would one hundred percent take the three minutes with Megan Fox. Over but you're saying the Kimbo the Slice comes first. This. So I have to take the Kimbo slice punch Ugh. to get the three minutes of Megan right. Fox. Sorry, yes. That came out. Three minutes? Yes. Three minutes? I got excited. I talked about Megan Fox opportunities <laughs> I get excited, I can't speak. <laughs> I mean I understand. Uh, I mean I I I might take the punch that I got. I might do it. I got a little frame. I'm a
2: little guy. I don't think I'd live to get to that. You could you could soak it up. You think so? I don't dance. I, I would <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't Kimbo know. Kimbo
1: Slice videos were, were the best. That was like the start of YouTube. Like viral.
0: Viral. Shit. Like, do you like, hear
1: about them? Or like tell my old man, like, check this out.
0: The like, Kimbo Slice was a different breed. Different yeah. breed. Like I remember when he made it to, like, finally made it to, like, UFC and whatnot, and then I watched him, and I was, like, disappointed. I'm like, just go back to street fighting. So (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Go back to YouTube. You'll make more money. Like, imagine if he was – how much money would that guy have made right now?
2: Oh, put him on TikTok. Oh, my God. I talk about it with dodgeball
0: circling back. Like,
1: Uh, I'm 10 years beyond. Like, when I started, like, GoPro wasn't a thing. No. You know, I'm, I'm seeing a couple of my friends now. They have TikTok videos and Instagram videos that are going super viral from dodgeball stuff. I'm like, that ain't nothing but i didn't have the right. ability or the the platform
2: to put it out there. Like when you did the world record, that's an easy viral thing. Like how long did you play for?
1: 43 hours. You did it twice. Well, 43 hours? Played for 24 hours and i i messed it up. Guinness didn't accept it.
2: Yeah, why? You told me this before.
1: So the the world record didn't exist for the longest marathon playing dodgeball. So i said, "Let's go. Let's fucking set a Guinness World Record." That's awesome. Why right, the fuck not? Right? Like i it's kind of how i am. Like, that's oh, Guinness is the best. Let's that's it. it. Right. So all right, 24, how are we going to do this? I got five knuckleheads, three dudes from Canada that want to do this. All right. So the National Dodgeball League was like, you can play under the pro name, but you have to play six people. And I was like, okay. He's like, well, we can't have, you know, if you're if there's six of you, because six people are on a dodgeball team, six of you and six other people, like they can't beat you. It's not a good look if they're beating a pro after 20 hours. I'm like, you know what? That's brilliant. That's branding. So. What we did is <laughs> each team of six could play us five for one hour, and the team that beat us the most times in an hour wins a thousand bucks, okay so like we're playing for twenty four hours straight, so like smart teams were like how much caffeine was consumed we had a t- We had a team from Boston We're like it's, it was a hundred dollars an hour, and all the money went to make a wish. uh we want hours twenty three and twenty four like well, that's fucking brilliant because we're dead, yeah right? I mean like, they're not stupid we're
0: dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they ended up winning a thousand bucks, but it was it was pretty gnarly, and uh, a lot of caffeine, a lot of peeing in Gatorade bottles. Sorry, it's disgusting, but that definitely happened. I mean,
0: sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: Um, so, and then just to be totally just demoralized, I was destructed. <laughs> Guinness is like, no, that wasn't an official game of dodgeball. That wasn't twenty four hours of game of dodgeball because a new team came in every time. So it's not a marathon like your team did it, but it's not a record. I was like, well, that sucks. I lost on my toenails for nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got blisters on every part of my foot. So a normal person
1: would be like, all right, well, I tried. That sucked." Nope. Hooked up with a couple of buddies from Albany Dodgeball. They started up with some stuff at the uh, armory in Albany. It was fun. And uh, we ended up doing 31 hours, 11 minutes and 13 seconds straight through. Same people, same teams and uh and crushed it it was great it was That's fun it sick. was real fun like my daughter was like two and she was there like it was it was awesome it was a lot of fun some enemies made you know talk about that that one kid in football you wanted to hit like, uh, yep it, it was just fun i actually had
0: uh difference you I could throw a ball at him in dodgeball
1: i had i paid strippers to come at one point to set up the dodgeballs at like three in the morning to, nice. just to keep people involved and just kind of they walked in with American flag bikinis, big old American flags. You're
2: supporting and local business driver. Right? I mean, hey. <laughs> One dollar at a time. <laughs> oh I got out. Okay, come here.
1: <laughs> well just anything it would take for to keep the guys and, and uh and girls involved. Um, so a group from Castleton College in Vermont broke that record. So I got win, they broke the record. I found some footage. They were like it was like some fundraiser, they're like just throwing, like, these foam balls at each other. Technically, I guess it's dodgeball. They're on each so other's shoulders. Like, yes, 100%. So, like, do I want, did I want to play another for 30 hours? No, absolutely not. So they played for 42 hours, beating our record by 11 hours, and I was pissed. I'm like, are you yeah. pissed, too? I'm like, you know what? Like, we played hard. Are you pissed
0: because the fact that they told you the other one didn't count? Yeah. Yeah. And you were playing and real that fucking dodgeball. It was ball. the
1: same people. But it was like bullshit. They were like sleeping on the court. Like, yeah, that's not fucking It was ball. just like they, the loopholes, right? Yeah. Right. So you know what? So I talked to a couple people that did both the 24. Like they were involved in it as well as the 31. I was like, this we got to do this again. They're like, fuck yeah, let's go. All right. So I planned it, did it at the Sportsplex in Clifton Park. Rest in peace, it's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, and designed it for 43 hours. And it was, it was fucking phenomenal. It sucked but it was phenomenal. Uh, we had two teams of nine, six play at a time. So you can rotate out. Uh, you can sleep because there's three subs. Um, Guinness allows you a five minute break for every hour that you play. So we would bank like a few hours and mm-hmm. we would we, know, hang out for 20 minutes just kind of like stretch. I didn't sleep because I know my body. Like I know if I fell asleep, I'd be right. just done. So I was up for 67 hours straight. Cause, like, <laughs> you know, of course, like the news hits it. You're like, hey, we want to do media at like 5 a.m. Like, we don't start till two. Right see you there. Like I remember going, my friend Toshia Yoshida from Tokyo came and he flew out for the record. And, uh, I brought him like, I went to the media with him and like, I brought him to school for half the day. <laughs> like my little buddy. Like, Come here, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we ended up doing it. And honestly, like at like we, the game ended one game ended like 42 hours and 17 seconds and, uh, or 42 hours, 17 minutes. And my wife like knocked on the, on the glass and there's tons of people there. And like, we all kind of came and took a five minute break that we earned and uh, it was super emotional. Like you do something like that and you kind of take your body to like a different level and obviously you don't sleep. Like I broke down. Like I was like, so proud of you fucking guys. Like you fucking did did it. 42 hours, a long fucking time. So then we we played for another 43 minutes to get 43 and uh, it was pretty awesome. But like one of the, I think one of the greatest pictures that were ever taken of me playing dodgeball was at like the 42 minute mark. I'm just like leaping through the air. And I remember this guy from New York times took the picture and I was like, how, like how 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 to do that but you know people are there and you're like adrenaline's just fueling you mm-hmm. but uh it was pretty cool it was great i remember um my best friends brought a bunch of pbrs and cracked one we cracked champagne and i took like Classic. half pbr and i was like i'm done <laughs> like i need to go yeah. to
2: bed how long are you messed up for how many hours are you awake uh, there's
1: stories of me like looking at my hands and stuff like that and freaking out but um but the next day, we try to get together and just get some beers and stuff. And it was, I remember <laughs> Toshi was passed out in the second floor of the City Tavern. Like I opened the door,
0: checking on him, just on the toilet sleeping. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if it's the American beer or uh, the tiredness. Here it is, right here. I, just, I was like, you know what? Might as well look it up while I'm here. Yep, 31 year old gym teacher from Boston Spa. Classic. Founded Half Moon's hometown dodgeball league in 2005. Has been a regular player. Yep. And Castleton State College in Vermont based their time by 10 full hours, or bested their time, sorry. 10 full hours. Originally, you guys had 31 hours. 41 hours, 3 minutes and 17 seconds. And in response, Emil, that's you. That's me. And a group totaling 18 players set out to reclaim their record by playing 43 hours in a row because you guys are fucking savages.
2: Nobody's touching that. No one's no. touching Yes, that. Like, But there's like talk, right? And
0: there's this was, this was, oh, you know, this, was, this record has stood f- since... 2013.
2: That's, 13. It's like Cal Ripken status, man. But
0: there, there's talk. Like, oh, we're going to do it. Go ahead. Just, try. Try. Because right. guess what? If you do it, awesome. Listen, and I'll never touch again. But I probably will do it again. You will. You <laughs> will. Like, if they go 40, like, what is it? 43, 43. hours yeah. and what? Just flat. Oh, it's 43 hours flat? They'll go 43 hours in one minute, and then you'll be like, fuck you. I'm doing it. There was talk of going 45. There was talk of
1: going 45. That's a long time, dude. There's talk of going 49.
0: You know. Should have went sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> everybody wins. <laughs> <went. laughs> Is that okay? Is that allowed? Yeah, that's that's a I'm not even sure. Yeah, it's a number, bro.
2: Come on, that's allowed. But no, that's wild, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's and it's one of those things too.
1: It's kind of like, you know, finding the pro trial in 'oh five. It's like right. just doing it. Just but get yeah. on there and doing it. And just I don't know why I have the motivation to do it. There's a lot of people that don't. There's people now that message me like I said every day when's dodgeball, and I I'll respond almost like frustrated you tell me you yeah. know what i've set it up forever the old charbonneau recreation See, i had an oh four i was doing you know i was renting field space so this, i was paying referees
0: like this whole thing right for like around this area like yeah you, like you found like the hometown dodgeball league in like 2005 that like, you started it yeah
1: 2004
0: we're at charbonneau
1: which That's... is now aframs um which was tree pad you know it's just like Just someone else. Someone else do it. Like, I, there's a couple interviews I've done where it's like, you know, how long are you going to play? I don't know. But, like, I I hope there's a time where I don't make Team USA. I want dodgeball to be, you know, where the level's so high that I don't make it.
0: Right. Yeah, I'll go play mixed or I'll go coach, like, whatever. Speaking of, like, you talking about that, like, I saw, like, there was this thing. I forget where I saw it. It was obviously on social media because that's where you see everything. But, like... It was, like, what are, like, some of the most outrageous things in sports that you could see? And one of the things was talking about, like, having an average person in every event at the Olympics compete so you can see how hard it is. Like, have one average person in every single event.
2: Yeah, that'll make you appreciate the work like, that we Like, just to see instantly. how hard
0: it is for those Olympic athletes. Because let's be honest. Like, I watched, you know, The Weight of Gold, right? That's on HBO. And, like, sitting there listening to, um, what's the track? Ah. <sighs> There's a track girl that played that for USA. I forget her name. But she literally was making smoothies at a commercial gym. And at the same time, on the TV behind her was her running in the Olympics. That's wild. And somebody was like, looked at her, looked at the screen, looked back at her and was like, that's you. She's like, yeah, that's me. And she had to work there because she wasn't making enough money from the Olympics. See, that's crazy. Like, you talk about going,
1: you know, and, uh, dodgeball in Germany. <laughs> You know, I played uh, for this team, Alcast, international team, played with guys from Scotland, Ireland, Singapore, England. Uh, three of us were American. And he said, when you're in the town, and this, this Dodgeville tournament was a small northeastern town called Stadlone, he's like, wear your, your Outcast stuff, wear your Outcast jersey, wear your Outcast sweatshirt. And I was like, well, okay. Like, why? It's a great band. But, <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get it. He's like, no, you'll, you'll be treated like celebrities. I was like, okay. Like, you, you wear a dodgeball shirt here, and it's like, oh, the movie? Right, like, yeah. Have you seen the movie? Can you dodge your I rich? mean, it's a great <laughs> movie. And then I punch him in the fucking mouth, <laughs> and then I step over him and continue on my day. <laughs> but literally, we're, we're in the grocery store, and people were, were coming up taking pictures, like appreciating this dodgeball. I, I mean, there's 10,000 people go to this tournament to watch the party afterwards, but there's 183 teams in this international tournament. So it's huge. I didn't understand it. I'm like, what the f-? Like, wh- what's missing? Well, they don't have the New York Jets. Well, okay, any NFL team. <laughs> yeah, don't they NFL. don't have traditional why, sports why that we're. That we, we, we walk through town and we see labels and logos and, and mm-hmm. professional sport teams that's a, that are appreciated, but Germany doesn't have that, or other countries don't have that. So, appreciate sports and athletics. Like, I'm mm-hmm. talking utmost appreciation. Like, mm-hmm. they were fighting for us to stay in their houses, like, arguing. Like, our team had to split up and go to different houses to appease, like... What are you guys, a people. summer
0: baseball team that's got to, like, split up to, like, <laughs> right. have a hosting family? That, that's that's like, literally what, what it
1: was. Like, we'd wake up in the morning and, be, like, open the door, they'd be standing there like, coffee?
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> they make you play dodgeball with their kids or no? Let me take a shit first and we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's wild, though, to think about. And I guess when you think about it, though, and you think about, like, soccer, like, overseas, and how f- crazy... But that's it. That's it. How crazy they are. It's because they, like outside of soccer what do they have like we have everything we got nhl we got nba we got nfl like, every day every day and obviously you know like when you think about it, like nfl is obviously like you know the biggest thing and it's you'll year see around you'll see you'll see people no matter if football's going on or not talking about football but like it's crazy to think about like you know you go to overseas and like how different it is like but
1: why isn't that track girl that and not poking fun at you you don't even yeah. know her name right why yeah. isn't she highlighted it why don't we know her
0: name? Exactly. I, I mean, when we should. It's just, it, honestly, it is not just not coming to me. She is actually a big track star. It's just not coming to me yeah, right now. It might, it. Th- this cut water might have hit me a little well, too a, hard. That's a fine example. Know. So, um, but yeah, that's a great example. Like when you think about it, and like, you know, Michael Phelps was on that, and he was talking about how like the only reason that he made money was because he was fucking good, because he was he was the best of the best, and right. he got sponsorships.
1: People love Olympics every other year, whether it's winter or, or summer.
0: Like right. they love it, but but that's it. Yeah. Why don't we appreciate that all year round? Like I wish I could think of her name right now. It's really pissing me off. Yeah, I love that's pissing you it's off. It's really too. pissing me off. You've been right through now. a lot of destruction. Destruction. <laughs> Listen, it's been a long day. All right. <laughs> so, but yeah, like it's just it's crazy to think about like the difference like when you think about like just even something else, like dodgeball like you go overseas and you're fucking royalty. Like over yeah, there. It, it's crazy. And now we talk about.
1: Again, we, we spoke about youth sports and concentrating on one sport. What, what if you tried different sports? Right. Would dodgeball not be thought of as just a movie thing? Th- I mean, that, that movie was from 2004. These kids weren't f- even born. Great fucking movie, though. Great movie.
0: Okay. I hate it. But I love it. Like, <laughs> well, it's, well, I can understand, <laughs> but it is funny.
1: <laughs> but what, what if these kids were like, hey, let me just try dodgeball.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bang. Now we have youth dodgeball leagues. Mm-hmm. Now, would it become a traditional sport? Would it become an interscholastic mm-hmm. sport? But no, we're we're stuck right. in these things. Why well, don't we know the track girl's name? Right, mm-hmm. like why don't we know bobsleders? You know, like yeah. We, these well, yeah, these athletes are, f- are
0: cool. Runnings. I think of Herschel Walker. Of bobsledding. Yeah. Oh. See, I wouldn't even thought of that. I would have thought about it. Th- I thought, I think cool runnings in Jamaica.
2: <laughs> no, but you should. But it comes down to where the money's at. It's like right. the money's. Availability the, and money. It's what's on the television. That's where the money's at. And, and that's what you consume on right. your and phone. It, it's, and
1: it's scary to think that if, if, you know, Ivy League only for two years went full scholarship, Division One dodgeball, what would happen? Right? That throwing tunnel would become rubber ball palace. Right. I'd the money would. Be, be, I'd be there. all for it. I'd be.
0: I'd be <laughs> right, in there. Right. I'd be in there. And fucking then, kids and, up. And, <laughs> and then, and then you, and then you have uh,
2: showcases where you're getting velo and you're getting. It would. It would turn into what baseball is. It would turn into what, it it, turn and, into what other sports are. It's just the beast that. But why not?
0: We're in. Like why not? Like I mean, other sports have all of this showcases and like everything else. Like like why not? And like you know, even like when I think about like I feel like baseball is like such the. I don't know baseball is great but like i feel like that's the one i think about that is so like pushed on to kids like it's like when you think about like football and it's it's a hard one too. like like like, mm-hmm. like football is fall only right you play you, it once a week you play it once a week you have your practice but like football is literally fall only after that like it's hard to play football year round unless you don't, you're in, unless you're in fucking texas or you, and you don't <laughs> and you don't they don't like all those people play multiple sports and it's like But, like, then you think about baseball. Like, baseball is easily played year-round because now all all these indoor facilities and things like that. And then, again, like, you talk about, like, the pressure that's put on these kids to, like, you know, go do fall ball, go do spring ball, go do summer ball, go do school ball, club. Like, it's, like, how many teams do you play for? Like, at at what point is it, like, too much? Like, the only thing I can think of with football that you get is, like, there's flag football leagues for youth. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. But – it's it's different it's it's i it's don't
1: know so it's different.
2: tough i'm sitting here on the other side as, as a dad yeah
0: right? are you and scared
2: are you scared as a dad, your kids are kind of older but if you were to have kids now are you scared no um but i
1: i i kind of not empathize but i kind of see you know because because my my kid's good my kid's good at at, at sports mm-hmm. and he gets offered to do certain things so i i kind of feel as a dad like holy shit like should he go play that tournament Monday Remember that one like, time
2: last year we had that conversation outside and Yeah and you
1: think- you you sold me on not do, like you said some good shit like What was the situation so, I'm trying to recall So this is last summer we're in a pandemic still and my son got offered to play at MetLife Stadium lacrosse How old was he then 10 So he got offered to play and like against 12 year olds which he probably got fucking knocked out like but he got offered to play, and I was like, "Wow! Like this is this is an opportunity? This is a great example. This is this is an opportunity for him to go? Like how how can I deny this opportunity? We're a Jet family to play at Jet Stadium, mm-hmm. the game I'm sorry that he that loves. You're a jet family. Well, that's not oh. a story. <laughs> but like this is great. So, yeah, he, the guy calls me in the middle of the workout outside in my six foot space, mm-hmm. outdoor <laughs> workouts only. Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, "What's up? And he he's like. He's good enough. He's gonna to have tons of these opportunities. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. Yeah. Like this is a smart thing to do. This is this is like the time where like you didn't see your grandmother, your right. aunt. And, like you're gonna go play lacrosse with kids from Long Island against kids from New Jersey. Like, but like all that common sense jumped out of
0: my head because like oh like sports like this. How can well, I deny this opportunity for him? You were also thinking and trying to think in the best interest of your kid, though. At the same time, but I was I? But were you too? I'm, I'm going to drive down three like, hours to put like him there's in the middle like, of. There's what? like the twofold with like, okay, like this is what I think is going to be great for him, and then you have to like think of the other aspect of. So it, we so. have. So
1: I can see, I can see that side of parents. So right. maybe
0: like we like the
1: world needs a little bit of parent education. Oh, yeah. yeah. right. Like, like, hey, this is what's going on but the what you you bring it back Mike you bring it back with the whole dollar thing like coaches will always have showcases and they'll get younger and younger like this showcase and this position specific showcase right the check Instagram, and show up like mm-hmm. that that's never going to go away so I, I don't know what the answer is but I I, like it's it's tough cuz even me like i think i'm a pretty even keel guy and i i know what's going on i understand my kids love sports and he, right. he's talented whatever but I can see myself and feel myself kind of saying, oh, he should do this tournament. Like, there's a tournament Monday in Poughkeepsie. It's going to fucking snow. It's going to be negative 20. He just terrible. did a similar one. And I was like, nah, he's not going to do it. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm going, oh, fuck. Like, I can't tell him that. He's not going to go. Well, like, I didn't even tell him about it. But am right, I denying him that?
0: Right. And I think, like, for you as a parent, it's just a matter of, like, okay. Like, you're you're not denying him from it. You're trying to make it easier for him to not have to make that decision. Like you're trying to help him out by like, okay, you don't need this pressure on you. You don't need to go to this fucking right. tournament that makes means nothing. Right. Like, what's the point of you going to this? To that's free, like to that's like, your like you. You know,
1: like, hey, should he get in here and start training? He's playing. He's playing sports all year yeah. round. Like, let him play. Yeah, yeah, let him play.
2: Like, that's it. he'll he'll get way more benefit out of that. And when the time's right, come uh, in and he's gonna be at a way better spot.
0: Than his peers, right. were just playing one sport. Cause, cause what? How old is he? He's eleven. He's, he's 11. eleven. Like, yeah. right? I know. Just tell it's him right, to go man. home and do some fucking body weight squats and some fucking yeah, pushups. ups I, I, I was eleven. I told him to fucking yoga. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> stretch out. That, that works too. He I mean, probably fucking needs that. <laughs> I could have used that when I was younger. Exactly. But Shit. Think Let to, me loosen up these hips. Think, <laughs> think <laughs> to when you were
2: eleven. You're playing in the backyard. You're it's it's right. that's 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 it right. is, man. But I don't know. It scares me. Like I just moved up here. Have kids one day. Congrats. Appreciate it. But no, it's just scary to kind of being involved. Well, I
1: guess it's a testament that you care, right? Right. Like If you're worried, if you're scared, it means that you care. Right. Which is a good thing because honestly – parents I don't think care a lot. They care more about themselves right. and what they can prove their kids can right. do. Yeah. It's
2: like before your kids start sporting you can't, but like parents should go to fucking therapy before they send their kids to, to sports.
0: We could literally just probably hold a fucking seminar here for a parent. Yeah, like, but who's gonna listen? Nobody's gonna listen. That's the thing. <laughs> right. if, you that's charge, the if you charge if you
1: charge four hundred bucks a parent, they'll, they'll come. Yeah, right. and hey, they'll, they'll listen. listen. <laughs> that's a quick quick come up for us. Not gonna lie. But yeah, this
0: is true. Like that's one thing I do love about being here and being in this space and like, you know, I was Forced out of New York City because of COVID, so like coming up here and then like Mike offering me the job was a blessing in disguise and like It's been the best thing that ever happened to me and it like the impact that I get to have on these kids lives like you know, I think about some of the kids that have already gone to school and Like how they still reach out to me and will message me random shit They'll send me fucking memes or whatever or they'll just send me they'll send me a message and ask a question about something that's life-related like, that's, real, that's the real that, stuff. And, right? that's, like, and that's where, like, for me, I'm like, I, I never want to be somebody that, like, shuns that out. Like, it's like, you're coming to me because, like, I made an impact on your life. And, like, I know, like, obviously, like, for us, like, we're not going to be able to l- affect necessarily globally. But, like, if I can affect people around here and, like, get them to switch their mentality on, like, sports and all the stuff that they're putting pressure on their kids for. Like, the one thing that I always appreciated about my mom was, like, she always pushed me hard to like be the best I could be at sports. She always told me to have a backup plan, but she never told me I couldn't achieve what I could, what I wanted to never sat there and said like, you can't, if you want to be a professional athlete and that's what you want to do, go for it. But like, you know, always have a backup plan, but like you can, if you want to do it, go for it. And I think for me, like I had the opportunity to play college football. I decided I didn't want to do it. I knew too many people that ended up hating football. Don't even watch it to this day because of their experience their freshman year that were older than me. And I decided like that wasn't what I wanted. I play flag football to this day. Granted, I tore my Achilles playing it, but I plan on going back to playing it. Like I still have that passion and love to want to play that sport. Like I love, I will play football as long as I possibly can. And that may not have been there if you played in college. Like if I had played in college, I may, right now I may be sitting here like, yeah, I may be working out and stuff, but like when I work out now, like I work out because I want to play football. And yeah, it's fucking flag football, but I don't give a shit Like, right. like you talk about dodgeball, it's the same thing You're doing your thing yeah. like, it's fucking, You go watch a flag football game that, that You come to Athens and watch one well, of those flag I've seen football Aframs. games yeah. That shit is real, that shit ain't no joke Like you're out there playing against like legitimate athletes Like there's guys that have played arena football Semi-pro football, like you're playing against legit guys And like that's the thing I think For a lot of these kids is like You know, after your who said, Somebody in here said it one time They said NARP, non-athletic regular person
2: like oh, when you gra-
0: when you graduate and finish college or high school or whatever yeah, they said
2: they said they said, they said and, and
0: they were like they're like I'm a NARP now I'm like what the fuck is that and I'm like <laughs> a non-athletic <laughs> regular person I'm like well that's a fucking problem right. I'm like because I'm a fucking regular person but if I wouldn't calls dist- me a NARP or throwing, <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, oh, throwing sure. down it's destruction we're going like, now. I'm <laughs> destructing your face <laughs> like <laughs> destruction like let's well, I think be honest what you
1: said comes with maturity I think you know uh, what you said was was a, was a a gift getting a message from somebody you worked with previously right. like that's that shows a lot of maturity i think that you know globally if you think that when you day-to-day you train kids and then your reward might be four or five years later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's huge even as a teacher the same thing yeah. I'll, I'll see kids in a bar or restaurant come up and be like coach like i should listen to you yeah. or like thank you Like I thought you were a dick or you're the only reason I graduated. You made up those classes for me. Like I realize now, like it happens pretty, pretty frequently. Like I get it now. So I think it took that to say like, all right, I'll just keep my, keep my track, stay my way, do my thing. And then
0: later on, they'll see it. Yeah.
1: If they don't see it immediately, but if you get those rewards every, every few years or whatever, that message or that meme, that's pretty cool. And
0: and that's like, for me, like when I'm in here, like, I use my own experience with deciding to not play college sports and doing intramurals. And I did club baseball for a year and a bunch bunch of different, like, I found different avenues to be able to still compete in sports. And I still play now. I play in a flag football league. Like, and, you know, if you're the top flag football team, guess what you get to do? You get to go play a team in Long Island at MetLife. Pretty awesome. That's pretty fucking Mm -hmm. cool. Like, (laughs) not going to lie. So, and, you know, that also relates, like, I can relate that right back to, you know, playing college sports, whether you're playing Division three, Division two, Division one, Cortland is playing at fucking MetLife. Yeah, they played at MetLife, or no, they played at Yankee they're Stadium. They're going to Yankee Stadium. Yankee yeah. Stadium cool. this year. I bought tickets. I don't know if you did. I yeah. bought I went. My my bunch <laughs> of my buddies were like, we should get tickets. I was like, all right, you know, say less, uh purchase. <laughs> but like, they played at MetLife once, and they've played. They're playing at Yankee Stadium. It's pretty awesome. How many Division one schools have played at MetLife or Yankee Stadium? Right. Yeah. Like doesn't happen often so it's like you get different benefits from going to a division three school or a division one school or a division two school like it's different like what you're gonna get and uh for me like it like being able to use my own experience to be able to help the kids is like the ultimate thing for me like i never became a professional athlete i still could who knows like I'm only 31. Right. Like, but you might,
1: might be part of a team that yeah. wins a ring.
0: But exactly, I, I, I was, and that, and that, I, I got a plaque, I got a fucking trophy. Like, we won the flag football championship. Do I care that it was only in Albany? No, I fucking won <laughs> it. Okay, I won the goddamn championship.
2: But <laughs> I, I think that's important because you'll you'll see you'll see marketed a lot in our field is uh, like I was a D1 athlete, so I can help you be a D1 athlete. But like, life is way more than that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you yeah. need a lot more depth as a person. Than just that to be able to help and guide a kid because for most sports we be over one day, right? And what do you what do you what do you have left to fall right. back on? Like
1: what? Eighty eight percent of kids after high school don't play team sports. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. And I would I would like to know how many go into college playing sports and then stop playing sports like, right. like that.
0: I mean, you're you're a prime example of that too. Like you went in there, you played baseball, and yeah, okay. it was one of those things where you were like, "This isn't for me." And
2: I got burnt out.
0: Yeah. Well, shit this happens. This isn't fun anymore. Like. And that's the thing, like, if sports become not fun for you, like, why are you doing it? Like, that, And honestly, like, a lot of it has to, I I mean, life in general, like, if you don't enjoy it, like, why do it? But obviously, if you're, you know, making money off of it, that's a different thing. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, when you're, you know, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, through high school, even in college, if it doesn't bring joy to you, or you don't, or you're not having fun doing it, what is the point? Right. And guess what's more (laughs) dissolving? The fact that you spent the last five years doing this and now you're done.
1: Now what? Now what do you have? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you're reaching out to other things, which can be very negative, right? Mm -hmm. To fill a a void or a gap.
0: Great. It's it's insane. It's insane. Like the, like how sports and even teaching and everything had just over the course of the last 20 years. And then with COVID and social media, how it's all changed and, Well,
1: what's crazy is the power of athletics. Yeah. You know, again, it comes back to what Mike said, the money, right? Money is power. But it's crazy what power holds and mm -hmm. everything else. You're talking
0: futures and holding potential futures over kids and and families. Right. It's unfair. It's weird. And with, like, the top-tier athletes, like that's where, like, the NIL, I think, is going to be super beneficial is because now these kids don't have to go to the you know, when I think of, like, college football, for instance, like, for example, like, you know, you don't have to go to Alabama. You can go to, you know, Jackson State and go play with Deion Sanders. Right. Because you're going to make money off of your own name now. Yeah. Right. Like, you don't have to go to Alabama and have a booster pay you money that's illegal. Right. Like, for you to get. And now you can go to whatever school you want to if it's – and, again, this is only – I don't know why website. I'm not a Barstool athlete. I mean, you should be a Barstool, you Barstool
2: can, athlete. You could probably submit Portnoy. Would just Honestly, like that. I think Portnoy would definitely support – if he saw
0: what you do with dodgeball, you're a world record holder, and the amount of uh, beer you consume, I just think Just give he me would some Pink okay. Whitney. I'll be good. Well, that yeah. first time, I
2: think they took everybody because it was in the summer with all the college kids. Hey, Mike, I'm a Barstool athlete. I'm a Barstool athlete. Yeah, every I kid. it on the wall. <laughs> every kid
0: was a Barstool athlete. I'm like, oh, yeah? I'm like – Portnoy loves you, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like it's crazy to think about. Like you know, when you think of you know, Division One, because obviously the NIL only applies to that. But like lower Division One levels, like you could go to that, be ex- be on the team and actually play, and make a lot of fucking money because you can right. you can make money off your name. Does it
2: only apply to D one? I don't think it only applies. To NIL D1.
0: doesn't. I know it doesn't apply to Division Three. Right. But I'm pretty sure it's only Division One where you can make money off of your likeness. Right. Like I don't think you can do it at division three or division two. Right, right. But so, why not go
1: D three for a year? Yeah. Then you'll get paid transfer.
0: Yeah. Right. Yep. D three, community college, like mm-hmm. there's so many different options that you can go to and I think that's that's the biggest thing in youth sports is like, yes, you may want to go to division one right out of school, but the amount of guys that have gone JUCO, I mean we have kids in and here. And that's the
1: story you want, the fighter, the yeah. grinder. Yeah. Right? Hey the person I that, couldn't get there, but I got the Rudy. Yeah, right? the, per- like, the person
0: that went into JUCO throwing 80 miles an hour and now gets a division 1 contract cuz he's throwing 95. Right. Like, cuz he or she worked cuz they right. worked hard and like they may have been a late bloomer, whatever it is. Like and that's the thing that I think so many kids miss is like, yeah, division 1 is great, but are you playing are you getting better? Are you enjoying yeah, it? Yeah, but
1: mom's got that sticker on the back
0: of the Audi. Yeah, mom. <laughs> fucking A seven with that yep. fucking <laughs> that fucking you
2: sticker. Listen, she's got a Benz, let's be real. She ain't got an Audi. A seven. Q what says would be the Q seven.
0: Fucking Q seven. Yeah, man. But that's real. It, it's it's a tough time to, to be in and everything like that, especially as a teacher. Like and I and like I'll be honest, like I like I said before, like selfishly I, I got out of the teaching degree. One, because I didn't want to be pigeonholed. Like, that was my thing. Like, I I wanted to have different opportunities to be able to do stuff. So switching to the exercise science field, like, I had so many opportunities, whether it was go in the direction that I am in now, which is basically phys ed on, like, a different level. Or I could have went into, like, went to law school, become a sport agent, which was something I thought about. Sports psychologist, again. I apply that here every single day. Like, there's so many things that I think about back on school, like, that I thought about going down and I still use to this day sure and it's it's great to think about that like the things that I'm still passionate about like I was passionate about like now it's fucking 10 years because 2022 and I graduated in 2012 from Cortland I hate my life It's pretty simple math I really <laughs> hope you, we went th- we went we both went to Cortland. I, hope I you still feel like out. it's 2005 right yeah. oh, well, yeah, so. listen, dude, I feel like it's 2019 still okay so <laughs> Like that's a whole different story. But yeah, it's just, it, it, it's really cool to like think about like all the stuff that like when I was in college that like different avenues I thought about going down and how I get to apply a lot of those with but my job here. What's PE like in 10 years? Can't be the same.
1: No, it can't be the same. I, I almost think that. You know what you know, what I, thankfully better in New York State, it's mandated, right? You have to right. pass four years of PE, but what that looks like as far as a
2: district. You know what I don't want it to be? Some kid in this fucking living room with a, what's it called? that's oculus, oculus around yeah. his eyes. face planning I on think the floor that's an option i think scares you'd me.
1: be surprised right now the loopholes and things that are in schools you know like count your steps we're gonna count your steps you walk each day to pass a class it's fucked up
0: i i can remember multiple times during like the covid like height of covid when you were in here and you literally be recording a video of yourself like working out in here like trying to get those kids to come in here because like Right. This is where they're going to learn something. Right. Actually Community resources something. come in here, you know.
1: But in, in 10 years, I, I hope it's crazy to think about cuz 10 years ago I would never say this, but I hope it goes back to old school. Yeah. Like let, we're going to do this. Can it like go? We're going we're we're switching next year to right now at the school I work at, we're single gender. We're not the 10th grade boys, not the 10th grade Which girls. Which is nuts. That's, That's fucking wild. crazy.
2: How can you do that?
1: So now next year is going to be That's co-ed. Good. So but what's that what's that going to look like? Are, are the girls that that really go hard and, and play? I, I watched a floor hockey game today of 11th, 12th grade girls. That was awesome. It was fucking. But I you want, you want to see I had so much fun. They're getting after it. It was next to 11th 12th grade boys dodgeball lesson, right? And what I heard and saw from the the males was wild and not a classroom. Right. What I saw and I heard from the girls was was phenomenal. Those kids being active, learning a team game, playing it well together, mm-hmm. right, getting after it. It was fun. To merge those two, next year is going to be going to be tough. Right. Because the kids that go hard, the males that go hard aren't going to the girls that go hard aren't going to You think that's going to happen? Yeah. But see that's part It's going to take a different it's going to take a different touch. It's going to take a different feel. It's going right. to take a different delivery. Right. And it can work. Yeah. But in 10 years, I, I, honestly, the way I feel right now, I feel like I can be a rec director. And just say, hey, we're doing Ultimate Frisbee. Frisbees are out there. Go ahead and explore the space. Do
0: do you think... And I think
1: administration won't get an email. They won't get a fucking complaint from parents. And they'll be all good. Me, I'll die inside.
0: Yeah. Like, if you had asked me 10 years ago when I was at Cortland, you know, 12 years ago when I was still doing phys ed, I would have thought the complete opposite, the way that Cortland teaches phys ed. Right. And and you went there, so you know that. Like, Cortland teaches phys ed. Like, they would teach someone to teach social studies. Right. Lesson plan. every like As it should be. like As it should be. But, like, if you had asked me 10 years ago where phys ed was going, I would have thought, because of Cortland, that it would be in a more positive direction. And, like, just from my experience here and just over the last, you know, social media, all, everything right. that I've experienced in life. Like, yeah, you, know, you like, hear from that, different districts,
1: different kids, and different things. And everybody's yeah. different. But, yeah. I mean, kids are kids. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I mean, like I said, the first time ever I thought about doing something different was – Couple of months ago, right? So I, I, that's pretty scary. Yeah, but if I had my way, I, I'd go, I'd go back, I'd go backwards, which sounds weird, right? You'd never say it in your profession. We want to go back a decade.
2: Yeah, but some, but sometimes there's qualities that are nice. Like there is so much technology you can use, and we have some in here. But just like old-fashioned, working hard and moving some weights, like
1: right, is well, good. and who knows what the kid's gonna be? And that's what it is. It's, it's the product we're as teachers, the product we're using and yeah. developing is is the kid. Right. So maybe we we might get back to that workhorse. We might not hear the word try hard in a derogatory term. Right. Like I hear the word try hard. Fuck yeah, who? You? Try hard? Let's go, bonus point. Yeah. Like that's a positive for me. Yeah. we you're actually tr- trying hard. You know that's a good thing, right? Like yeah. a, a try hard as a derogatory term is, it seems so backwards. Or, or the gym
0: class hero, like we used right? like that that like, seemed like it was like a negative thing, but like I you know, I always tried hard. Be better than there. me. Yeah be better than me <laughs> like who gives a fuck like it's gym class like I want to fucking dominate like I want to destruct your feelings and make you feel <laughs> terrible about yourself <laughs> like it's like like I don't know I, I I I was always a gym class person like I would skip other classes to go to gym I'd leave right. study hall to go to gym right. and like, now I mean kids now want to get out of it yeah right. and it's it's a lot different beast to tackle now for but special. things change right ebbs and flows they do yeah. I think
2: everything it all bounces so this direction is going to swing that direction right. it comes back to the middle right. being a teacher in general I, I couldn't imagine
0: all I can say is the amount of times I've had a kid come up here be like yo you know what a dap is I'm like bro that's like 1995 <laughs> <laughs> It go back with a jerk like <laughs> come on like <laughs> things are cyclical so hopefully you know maybe there'll be a, a turn at whether or not like technology and social media changes that for us but like it, well, I
1: think we what we talked about. We gotta stay strong and, and deliver. What we can deliver, right? However, grassroots and how minuscule it may be, right? That positive influence and direction and conversation—if it goes to, you know, a kid in here who goes home at dinner time and, and says it to their parents and says, "Oh, maybe they're right, or yeah. maybe I'm fucking up, or maybe you should just step
0: back or reach right. out for something." Well, you and know? I know with Mike, like both of us, I, and, and even Dan and, and Connor, you know, we all try to make the kids not view us like they view their coach or their teacher or their parent. Like I make it a deliberate effort. And I know we all, all of us do to have them not call us coach. Cause it's like, I don't want you to view me in that light. Like I, I mean, want you to view I mean me not. as like, as like somebody that you can come to and talk to about whatever's going on in your life. Like, so that way I can sit here and be like, okay, how can I help you get through this? Whatever it is, whether it's me, Mike, even Sam up here, um, dan connor you know anybody in here or another kid that might have gone through it that i know of that i could see that sit there and be like hey can you come talk to this person for me Mm -hmm. like they just you know they're going through something similar that you went through and like i know like you could help them through it like it's like how can that translate over and we can make that bigger but that's the biggest thing when it comes to here that like i feel like i get a huge benefit out of for myself personally that also benefits like the kids and whatnot
2: that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. It's just like having empathy for these kids, but then finding the balance to also tell them, hey, what you're thinking right now is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, like and you're, I, you're
1: building that here. I right. mean, I, to me, again, I don't know what year it is, but yeah, feels I'm like you, you're just here for a 30, day. I'm you're still years. So, so like like you're, you're not only growing your clientele, but you're, you're putting good kids and good athletes back into systems, right? Not like a hub, all different, all, all over the Capital Region. You're putting kids with that mentality, they might hear a good conversation or learn something and then be a positive influence in their small hub.
2: It's a good way to think of it. And like, I think that's part of, that was part of the strategic plan of, of opening here is not saying, okay, we're just gonna have uh, a high school boys hour or just a baseball hour or just an adult hour or but just- But guess what? If you went that way, you'd make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would, but I think you're doing- But well, that's service. not what you wanna be,
1: right? No. That, that, that's not the spine of your book. Right. Like I, you, you, what you're doing is right. But what we're talking about if you did a baseball or whatever you'd make it you'd be swimming in it right
2: yep. but
1: maybe three four years
2: right i think you need service to service the how to, right kids development i want you to talk to how would you feel about yourself
0: people. too after that right like oh yeah that's the other thing is like it's not just like how you're affecting the kids but how do you feel about yourself
2: right like don't get me wrong i'm a business owner and like at the end of the day it comes down to profit to pay people and and, and live yeah. my life But it's just like, what way are you going about that? And like, how much are you willing to sacrifice of your values and your morals to make a fucking dollar off a kid in the family? It's just, I'm not. I mean,
0: I just remember when we put- That shows. Yeah. Yeah. When we did this this whole expansion and we put the the net up, like the biggest thing we talked about was how can we make this not feel like a baseball gym? Like, how can we make this feel like, you know, you got eight lacrosse girls in here and one guy fucking pitching- how do we make this not feel like a baseball yeah, gym? You also
2: say that, right? You make an addition, tens of thousands of dollars. I'm putting this cage for baseball. But our our first meeting after was, okay, how do we not make this a baseball gym? It seems ass backwards, but that's the plan.
0: Shows that you care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because we, eventually we would like to turn that cage into more than just baseball. like. Right. You know like we want to help all athletes and oh, like, i saw a
1: lacrosse stick in there before listen you had uh, towels in there <laughs> if listen
0: you. we'll get some fucking dodgeball in there if we need to yeah, i can't wait i won't stand there while you throw it but i'll throw it at you <laughs> yeah man like you know so it's just like it's crazy to think about like how things have just changed in the last five years let alone 10 20 whatever you know like it's crazy to think about like i just think about five years ago how big was like Instagram? Like, I mean, it was big. How big was t- TikTok? wasn't even a fucking thing, yeah. you know? Like, Instagram started to kind of take off when we were in college, Mike. Yeah. You like, want
2: to wanna move the gym to the metaverse? Is that what you're saying? The metaverse? <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely fucking <laughs> not. Is that what you're saying? If your, I could abolish, your logo is way better. If I could abolish the metaverse, I would. <laughs> Destruction of the metaverse.
0: Destruction. Destruction. <laughs> oh, like, fuck, shit, dude.
2: Man. No, fuck that. See, like... You say like I cannot imagine P going there with the fucking Oculus and fucking exercising. Listen, all I bedroom. see is
0: people falling on their face on the Oculus. That's all I see.
2: But but our industry is in the same boat. Yeah, you're you're so right. In the same boat, man.
1: I just
0: put
2: put myself there
1: and get right. it done. Hop That's on a Peloton, right? right? That's what the Peloton is a gym.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: it's
2: a gym. Yeah, which all that stuff is great, right? It's accountability. It's community. Uh, uh, it's tracking your data. It's there. But at the end of the day, don't we all just want to be with other people? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's
1: no reason why I can't take the almost 500 workouts I've done here right. and done it at my lunch break in my weight room at school. Right. right.
2: But isn't it nice to be with other people?
1: I, w- I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I've worked out maybe 20 times in, in 11 years in the high school gym.
2: Right.
0: Right? Like, just, it's not worth it for That's me. That's less than two times a year for you math people. Yeah, I didn't do that. Soak a toe Just putting that math to sk- skills to use, you know. But yeah, like I, I get what you're saying. Like when I was going through my rehab, like doing workouts at home was was tough. But again, I couldn't do anything else, so why not do my? We my have workouts? to walk. Yeah, I have to. Well, I couldn't walk at the time, but I figured out things to do. And it's like it's not easy though. Like, and I thoroughly enjoy having, like you said, like the community around you. Like when we're sitting here working out at a, you know, twelve to two, and you got me, you, Dan, and the whole brunch crew in here. Like, that's the best time like to work out for me like it's like dude I got all these guys in here like whether they're college or high school like girls doesn't matter like it's it you feed off the energy Th- that's and-
2: that's why I have no fear about wherever in the technology side like this industry is heading and and you shouldn't either I guess it's harder with school because like you're you' told, you're told school. you're told what to do in certain this is how mm-hmm. you're gonna do it or this is how you can do it I suppose. But like, people are always going to want to be with other people, right? right and it's, you
1: you might lose a certain percentage, sure. but you might gain a certain for percentage that wants to get away from technology, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, for sure. That's that's business and how it is, man. But I don't know. At The end of the day, it's just like fucking. we were home.
1: made to be near people, right? We're we're I mean, yeah. grouping.
0: Yeah, we're tribal species. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like like, nameless. Sp- like, there's not very many species out there that aren't like right. they don't go and groups or blocks or whatever the fuck yeah just (laughs) a bunch of fucking narps that's all we are the three of us bunch of narps over here (laughs) non-athletic regular people (laughs) what a term god the first time i heard that i was like what what did you just call yourself i was like is that a real term they're like yeah i was like "Eh, well welcome to 2021 now we're in 2022 apparently
1: so. Not according to every date I've written. Nope. Oh shit! Every time. What'd we're you write?
2: 2019. 2005. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> shit. Shit, man. Yeah, that's so where we're at. But uh, no, nah, Rob, appreciate you coming in. I mean, this is our first one. And, yeah. Uh,
1: well, obviously, happy to be here, and maybe another one.
2: Yeah, we'll 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 see where it goes. But uh, no, nah, man, appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll uh, we'll pick back up next time. Thanks, Absolutely. Guys. Cheers. Cheers.